255 and counting. That's right. Episodes of the Unranked Podcast. Who's losing count? Not us. We've never missed a week. Not going to happen yet. I am Christian Humes. We have Dan Ween back with us this week. What's up? It really makes you think what 256 might be like on the way in. (laughs) One might wonder. One might wonder. And that voice, of course, is Tom Caswell. How you doing, boys? (sighs) Today was long. It's been a long couple of days, let me tell you. It's been a good couple of days. It's been a good 48 hours. Yeah, it's been Yeah, a good 24 hours at least. 24 to 48 hours. Uh, Dan, you haven't been with us for a bit. You've been working. Yep. How's it going? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> this week I'm not working because uh, COVID-related stuff. I don't I, – I, I'm negative for it, but because I worked with someone who's positive, I've been home all week and streaming all week. <laughs> and yeah, that's, so – As long as you, I supposedly you don't go have back it, Sunday, you know? I supposedly go back Sunday. We'll find we'll out see. what happens. Right. Uh, well, it's nice to have you back here with us. You can let us know how those streams are going. Excited to hear how things have been with you. But first, let's check in with the 255th Pokemon, Torchic. Torchic is, for a lot of people who love the Blaziken line, a very popular Pokemon. I'm sure for a lot of the younger generation, if this was your first Pokemon game, that this might be one of your favorites. I personally am not the biggest fan of the Torchic line. Uh, although I will say its first evolution, this one in the line, Torchic, is probably my favorite of the designs. Um, it's a little baby chick. It's red. It's got three little feather pieces at the top. No arms. So it is very much leading into the whole, like, tiny little baby. It's tiny little wing arms are so small that you can't really see them from outside of its body. So you just see these two big feet and legs and then these two tiny little ball bodies that it's got. Very round, very fluffy. Now, Tom, I feel like you like Torchic and Blaziken. Yeah, I mean, I I was uh, kind of in the uh, same mindset as Tuna, I think, you know, how he always goes fire. Definitely when I was younger, I was in that, like, well, fire is the best, right? Um, I think that uh, as we have talked about Pokemon design ethos in general on unranked i'm starting to realize the flaws in some of them and especially with to- the the rest of Torchic's uh line i really think combuskin the middle one is the worst of the designs but um, oh interesting yeah i just think it looks on unf- at least blaziken looks like a finished design but um yeah i mean i like i like Torchic. i like that this entry pokemon i think it's a a, a good um entry design I, I don't think that there's necessarily anything anything wrong with it yeah. well so this would be the third of the fires that we've had because we had charmander and then we had cyndaquil and now we have torchic so this one i feel like is the biggest uh departure design wise the other two were um you know you basically had a rodent but it it looked very smooth you know it didn't look rat like so it almost looked lizard like kind of like a charmander both of them were very cute whereas this one looks the most infantile right like it, there's like nothing tough by far yeah there's, no, exactly, there's nothing tough, tough about I mean, it at all. i don't think i don't think cyndaquil looks pretty tough if and I, you don't think I'm cyndaquil d- looks tough look at the fire spike i think it looks back. tougher than this oh tom's he's green got the for me eyes again. he's got the eyes he's got the like the like i'm in a perpetual state of bliss eyes 
I think Torchic and Cyndaquil are on equal footing in terms of toughness, <laughs> and neither of them hold a candle to Charmander. But if, if I'm honest, if I'm being honest, I'm looking between Torchic and Cyndaquil. I prefer this to C- the Cyndaquil design. Really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like, don't... that thing does not look aggressive to me whatsoever. No, if no I don't all. think Cyndaquil doesn't either. It absolutely can. It's got fire that comes out of its back. I also think Cyndaquil looks cuter, too. Just because it's, it, it it's rounder, it looks squishier. This but in, is... the ga- in the games... This looks I like underst- poultry. I, under- I understand, like, yeah. the anime and stuff that, like... <laughs> uh, this is just you, a spicy nug. You can tell it's fire. That's true. But in the games... This is what Wendy's just crushes it, to make their nuggets. It just looked like... Um, it just looks like uh, fur in the games. Sure. So sure. I, I think that a static image of the two, sure. Sure. Um, but anyway. Okay. I don't know. I, you know what I think it is for me that I think makes this look weaker than a Cyndaquil? It's the legs. It has these scrawny legs, whereas Cyndaquil still has chicken sort legs, of like, yeah, it has, <laughs> yes, it very yeah, much has chicken what? legs. Doesn't, doesn't Torchic <laughs> look like he could run fast? Like no. he could. Well, Whereas Cyndaquil looks quite lazy in comparison. Oh, okay. Really I agree that Cyndaquil, legs. I guess, he's just like it would nubs. be slower. <laughs> or it would look slower, but probably be faster. Yeah. Uh, the the most interesting fact about Torchic, I would say, is that this is when people first picked up on the whole, oh, are they going with the Zodiac animals for the fire generation? Because we just had the lizard, and then we had the rat. And now we have the rooster. Is that always just been a theory, or has that ever been confirmed? I mean, I don't know if Pokemon has ne- like ever confirmed it, but yet it it has yet to be debunked by a single fire starter. You know, it's because, possible they were because every fire starter. <laughs> it's possible they started off not doing it intentionally, and then they heard about the theory, and then they're like, "Oh, we should try to go for that. Why not?" Yeah, I mean, because uh, like all of the water Pokemon, at least for a time, I'd have to go back through and think about it, but they were. Um, amphibian. Oh, sorry, not amphibian. But they were the, not amphibian. But they were all like not solely water-based animals. They were also like land-based, water-based animals. You know, they weren't because you have like a penguin, you have a turtle, you have uh, a frog, you have a what the hell else do you have? Uh, the seal. You have so there. There were a lot of options. You know, you have an otter, and then. The grass starters are all based on pig. Um, you have pig also. Yeah, all the fire types are zodiac so far. So yeah. it's like I said, it's not been confirmed, but there has not been a single fire type that is not a part of zodiac. So what's zodiac. Re- remaining? I guess would be like a, a horse, horse, goat, dog, snake, rabbit. Oh wait, no, the dog might be fox. Is that the one that they did already? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Goat, goat, goat yeah, or ram or whatever, and bull, bull. Oh, bull would be cool. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm looking at the uh, image of it. That's why it's the only reason I can figure it out. I think I think that's got to be the most interesting thing because this is where they were like, "Wait a second, we got three of these animals here lining right up," and then of course every time a new generation is coming out, people are like, "What's it gonna be?" Which means like, do they have to stop at twelve? Do we only have four generations left? Yeah, there we go. We're that's never it. Gonna... No more after that hard reboot. Go back, <laughs> start over. Did, wasn't that like an ancient zodiac design? Like. We used to have 13 zodiac signs, and then like they got rid of one. I don't know. Yeah, so I have no idea. I'll bring that in. What there used to be 13 zodiacs, and then like they realized that they were miscounting months. Um, let me pull it up. It is called Ophiuchus. And what what is it? Is it an animal? It's like a U with a squiggly line. 
Uh, I can't tell what it is. I don't, oh, maybe this is showed is, up in the seventies. Is that horoscope though, and not Chinese zodiac? Because those are different things. Oh, I think you're thinking correct. about horoscopes. Yeah, the Chinese zodiac is different from horoscopes. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, but there were there. I mean, they're both hokum now. It was a sure. man grasping a snake. <laughs> yeah. It was a, Ophiuchus was a uh, man grasping a snake. Uh, that's huh. pretty cool. Well, there we go. Uh, that's our Pokemon for t- this week. There we go. <laughs> All right, let's just open it up to whatever. Who's who's got something interesting they want to talk about? Because my biggest thing that I'm going to want to talk about is Roblox, but we can we can save that for a little bit. I know Tom, you've been playing games, so Dan hasn't been here. So I would like to cede the floor to Dan if he wants to kick it yeah, off. Absolutely. Let's see, outside of games, the stuff that I've been doing is watching a lot of TV. So let's see, I watched, I caught back up to Search Party, which I'd only watched the first How season before. I don't it's, I don't even know what this is. So the show was on on like TNT or one of those channels, maybe USA, like mm-hmm. four years ago. And I like half paid attention to it. And I watched like the first season. Basically, uh, these like early 20 year olds, I think they're f- this girl. They only like kind of knew from high school went like uh, went missing and everyone assumed that she was dead. So like they're like, oh, we have to find her. She's not dead. I don't know why they decided she's not dead. I don't remember. But then they start off and on a quest to find her. Okay. And uh, this is, I guess, supposed to be a bunch of months to years later. I don't know exactly how far into the show I am time-wise, because they kind of change settings on you a lot. But uh, it gets really weird. Uh, it takes it in a different angle than you'd think. It's I don't want to give it away. From, how many uh, seasons is this right now? Uh, this is season four. Yeah, the only actress I noticed in the show was... The girl who played uh, maybe from Arrested Development. Arrested Development. And are they still looking for this girl, or is there like a new plot thread? I don't want to. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess you don't want to give anything Mm -hmm. away. But how many episodes in a season? Uh, Roughly eight to ten, I think. Okay, that's not bad then. And they're half-hour shows, so it's like easy to blow through. Yes, I watch definitely. Oh no, I'm just re. I'm re. I'm re-speeding through Brooklyn Nine-Nine now. So I'm on season two of that. That's that's pretty much what's been up there, and then uh, I've been streaming every day of the week, S- except for tonight will be the day that breaks the stream the stream streak. Been streaming Fall Guys. <laughs> I got a four day crown streak going. Oh, yeah. How many crowns total so far, or just I one think each? Just time? ten. Like it was like oh nice. I had I had like six for months, <laughs> or like a month and a half, and then I started winning the last few days again. So sick. Yeah, awesome. That's pretty much it. There's some Fall Guys news. We'll talk about that later. Um, have either of you watched WandaVision? Yeah, yes. I watched both episodes. Yo, I like it. It's it's cool. I mean, it's weird and it's different, but that's kind of why I like it. I am still waiting to see where they're taking it, obviously, like everyone else. Sure. I mean, it's going to go somewhere, but I don't think it's going to go somewhere as far as most people think. I think the majority of the show is going to be these sort of isolated almost like bubble sitcom style episodes with yeah i just wonder small if they're gonna bits stripped in keep cycling through it seems like they're moving forward along sitcom sitcom timeline if it makes yeah. sense like it's supposed to be like a love letter yeah. to like generations of sitcoms yeah but i'm I'm curious how quickly they go through them i guess sure if you know well, what I mean? if we th- if we think about how many years we got left right so there's nine episodes we've done the 50s and 60s 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. We've got five more episodes. 
So maybe it is like through episode seven, we get generations of comedy and then the two final episodes are dealing with whatever the outside element outside of this universe, this bubble universe, whatever the fuck. Like, it's so funny because I've read a lot of the um, comics that they've drawn inspiration from for WandaVision. Funnily enough, while this show is very much, you know, because Spoiler alert, Vision is dead in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. As far as we know. As far as we know, he dies in Infinity War. I mean, he's dead, bro. Like, he fucking dies in Infinity War. No, that's true. That's true. But they were doing the whole, (laughs) we're going to download him and build a new body thing, and then they never followed up on it. Right, yes. That that was was the... You know what I mean? The the original Vision, right? It wasn't like he got snapped and didn't come back. Right. So... Uh, I mean, I don't think it's really another universe or anything. I, I mean, it seems like it's just in her head, but I don't know. Well, yeah, maybe no a combination. The impre- but the impression I am getting is that these people that are in this world with them are trapped in this world yes, with her. I agree. They're not. It's not happening in her head. These are real people yeah. that she's drawn into this world. Um, okay. For example, the it's a I mean, it's like a reality would, distortion would be a better way to say it. The the um, the uh, the friend that she makes the, the the black woman in episode two that she befriends uh, it is um, the we know her as the daughter from Captain Marvel and now yeah. it grown up. So like these are real characters, especially with the what happens in the end of episode one when there's kind of that fracture or when they're having dinner and the mother from uh, that 70s show is like, stop it, stop it. Like, yeah, getting the impression these that people That was like are, an appearance. I was like, oh, that's perfect casting. It was perfect casting. <laughs> perfect both, both casting. Of, that, 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 that couple was both perfect casting. But it's it's funny because, yeah, the, uh, the comics it's based off of primarily is uh, from Vision's standpoint, uh, whereas this seems to be something that's happening with Wanda. And... I have no idea where this is going to go, and there's a lot of elements and Easter eggs that you notice that you're like, wait, they're including this? Like, we're really bringing this into the fold? But it's great because it makes it feel like this is a show with importance to the MCU. This is not going to be... I mean, we knew that, obviously, because it was featuring main heroes from the movies, but, you know... the this is going to be just as pivotal as uh, any of the other elements. And I was, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed it obviously, but I was surprised how much it stood on its own. A lot of the comedy was funny. I was, I was loving that just from the standpoint of, uh, the, the actual comedic elements that were happening versus the comedy of it being characters that are stuck in some kind of time, loop or time uh you know past time now this yeah. is interesting because i grew up with nick at night and watching these the shows that this is based on like i very much while watching this was like oh my god like every even little joke i found hilarious because i knew what kind of jokes they were basing it on and making fun of um did you watch those things did you watch like i dream of genie did you watch like the witch did you watch you know um like yeah, I, I had classic uh, we, sitcoms in black and we white. Had, uh, we had Bewitched, watched a bit of that as a kid, and which is what episode two is primarily yeah. kind of based off of. And we had, um, who is the voice? 
there's one like police officer show. Oh my god, I got, we we had these kinds of shows. Sure, sure, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. we also okay. had British British ones from that time that we we watched, which were f- strike. Funnily enough, very similar, but yeah. So, did you watch these, Dan? Yeah, I used, I used to watch the Nick and Night stuff also. Okay, that's what I, I figured. Like my parents like grew up with those shows. Exactly, so they always wanted to watch them. Yeah, that's so. exactly what it was. I One like the through, people doing the yeah. transatlantic uh, accent too. <laughs> I love the transatlantic. One, one thing that always Catherine throws me Hans. off. Catherine Hahn's killing it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it throws me off with Paul Bettany every time you see him not as Vision because I just, like, I've seen a beautiful mind so often and, he, like, I just see him as the imaginary friend from a beautiful mind. Oh. <laughs> Spoiling a 2001 movie. Sorry, 20 years went by. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, like, every time he, they, he turns back into a human form, I'm like, okay, now I'm thrown off for, like, three seconds. I gotta like recalibrate. Huh. I've only seen that movie one time. So I never would have even I honestly didn't remember he was in that. Um He's been in a bunch of stuff. He was in a Knight's Tale, he was in that. He's been in so many movies over the years. I listened to I listened to a uh, podcast years and years ago at this point. It was probably around the time that uh after Age of Ultron came out. Uh and obviously that was when he was fully introduced as Vision and had been voicing Jarvis up until that point. Mm-hmm. And really the only work he had had in like the early 2010s and like late 2000s was voicing Jarvis. He didn't have a lot of acting roles at at that time. Like like Dan said, like he was in A Beautiful Mind and he was in like A Knight's Tale. So he kind of had this thing in the early 2000s and then was starting to pitter out. And he says that he had a meeting with his agent and his agent was like dropping him because <laughs> he wasn't finding any he wasn't finding any work um other than you know being contracted to voice Jarvis and his agent said to him um you're you're ne- you're, you're never going to work in Hollywood again like you're aging out of uh, you know like no one wants to hire you right now and he said he was talking about how he was sitting in a gutter like feeling completely dejected and he was gonna have to this find another crazy. line of work and as he was sitting in a gutter like just on the street kevin feige called him up and said hey we want to turn jarvis into this character the vision we want you to be a huge staple of the marvel <laughs> movies so, going forward p- part of the reason he had been out of work though he did such a good job playing the bad guy in the da vinci code he kind of scared off a lot of people Oh, was he in that? See, he was the ba- he was like he was. So, do you remember? The I just character watched in the all three Code? of them. The first, so in the first movie, there's the character that's like beating himself the whole time, and like, no, that's him. No, wait, he he's the 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 guy who's um albino. Yep, I'm pulling up my screen right now. So he's albino by one of them. Here, albino by one of them. Get the fuck out! He was of Silas. Here. Yeah, Dude, so, I literally just watched these, <laughs> and I so did that kind of threw off a lot of people from wanting to cast him in roles that made sense for at him. all. <laughs> so, so By even though way, that movie was a huge success, he was not. <laughs> all those movies are fun. Neither the second or the third one is anything like the first because the first one is like globe trotting, like mystery solving, and the second and the third are both like very isolated. And like way more like action for some reason. Yeah, the so first one was better. They're, yeah, they're not nearly as good as the first one, but all of them were still fun and enjoyable. Uh, I'll I'll watch any fucking like 
there's a hidden treasure and secret with some kind of like yeah. history, like secret society stuff. Give me the national treasure. Yeah. Give me this. Give me it. Give me all of it. It's but fucking yeah, great. <laughs> he made that movie. Then two years went by. Then he was Jarvis. And then he was like in a couple wow. small roles here and there, but not much. Yeah, he did that. that movie Legion, which I remember the poster of. That was like earlier. About, yeah. That, no, that was, was 2010. 2010. Yeah. 2010, yeah. Huh. Which is crazy looking at the poster. It, and now he's in a show real. that's kind of like the show that Legion. That fucking cannot be real. Yeah, that's a good point. That ca- that poster cannot be real. Unrelated, that has yeah. to be fake. Yeah. Um, before before I we got to get off this so we can start talking about games. But I do want to say one last thing about this Marvel thing. I did not. So Wanda and Vision. I mean, I thought Vision was very cool, and I think Wanda the characters is good. But in the MCU, like especially with the way they introduced her, and I'm glad they've kind of dropped her accent a bit. Um, I kind of like yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Uh, she was just always been so secondary to me. Like they just neither of them have been super charismatic, and like so. I didn't care too much about it. And I was like, I'm going to watch this because I'm excited to have Marvel again. And I need something new to watch. But they have this thing called Marvel Legends, which is like a super cut. It's like a seven minute super cut for Wanda and then one for Vision separately that show their entire story arc leading up to this. And then it made me really hyped. And I'm like, you know what? Their stories are actually pretty good when you see it all together like this instead of like slowly stretched out over like yeah. eight movies because they're always the secondary people. So they only just got little pieces of all the much bigger stories. So, you know, they yeah. never shown. Yeah, someone I asked think... in the dis- oh, sorry, I was going to someone someone asked in the discord. Mm-hmm. Um, would you have watched WandaVision if it wasn't about like characters in the MCU? And my response was definitely not right away. Well, like if you heard of the concept of this show alone and it wasn't related to Marvel, would you have watched or would you have like waited for someone to really recommend it to you? Uh, but I don't, I don't know, know what the concept works. of the show is. Yeah, I don't know how it works without it being an MCU show. Like, yeah. what, it's just um, a love letter to old sitcoms? Yeah, I don't really know what the show is without yeah. it being tied to the MCU. Yeah, because um, a lot of the jokes are about that. Like, yeah. If it, If it was just about characters that were unrelated to anything that were stuck in like sitcoms through history. Yeah. I mean, that does sound kind of like a show that only a few people watch and then like slowly more and more people watch it. And then, but this show only really exists because it's an MCU thing. Yeah. I agree. Whereas I think I understand what they're trying to ask, but I don't think the question really works. Because it's also like with Falcon and Winter Soldier, like say we were asking the same question about that, like would we care or watch that, you know, compared to uh, if it wasn't in the uh, MCU, you know, well then what's that? Is that just like an espionage thriller? Like yeah, which I would watch TV, <laughs> like what <laughs> which is I that? would watch. Yeah. People would watch anyway. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I so. definitely think I definitely think that obviously it's it's getting the the love that it is because it's getting a little MCU boost for sure. So I I do think that obviously that is helping it and we could all use a little the, MCU boost. If the MCU hadn't been as successful <laughs> as it was, yeah, 100%. If the MCU wasn't as successful as it was, you know, the show wouldn't be getting made. Um but no, I it's it's funny that you'd mention about um like them being side characters and everything. Like I I've really loved them in what they did in all of the movies despite them being like small roles and i was very happy to see them really doing a great job they're doing so good everyone the show is doing so good it's really good characters and them so yeah it's not to say that they're bad when i say that it's just more like 
And they've the, never been the focus. Neither of that. Yeah. yeah. Like outside of Vision, maybe in Ultron, like that's like the closest, like the, the age of Ultron. But even then it was like, that's only the second time there was an Avengers movie, you know? It was like, mm-hmm. that wasn't why you went to that movie. It wasn't to see Vision. It wasn't to see Black <laughs> Widow, who like also, I'm sorry, not like um, Scarlet Witch, which like, by the way, like Scarlet Witch, part of the problem with her characters, like for people that like the comics or know anything about them is they didn't have the rights to Fox or X-Men. So she's not the character she's supposed to be, which was Magneto's daughter. Like, they had to make her not a mutant. They have to, like, kind of change her powers, give her a completely different origin story. So it's it's just kind of weird, I think. Um, but they did a very good job with it, with who the character is now. So I'm very excited for this week's episode. Um, can we talk about Roblox for a minute? I don't talk about it. Tom, we, you gotta, we're going to all play. We're going to have an unranked game night plays Roblox. Uh, I'm still not convinced <laughs> that this is a game that we're going to play A for Here's a long thing. time or B I'm going to jump into. It There's a lot soon. of choices of games to play in Roblox. So if, if we just find two or three, that'd be fine. Exactly. That's like, like we, we found it's just a mini game browser. Yeah. No, I, I, I understand that. I understand that it is uh, it is just a bunch of like mini games, but with or everything that's coming out with like regular games sure. like i don't but know but it's the that... perfect i think like fuck around online like what do we want to play i don't know we're all just getting on to play something i don't know let's fucking just jump around in roblox and find something fun to play like it's great for that which is what we ended up doing last night because i just was like kind of <laughs> not feeling in the mood to play halo so it's like i just want to play something different um we played the tiny tank game which uh dan and alex like it was it was kind of fun. Dan got split off of our team and then uh which helped because Alex fun. and I were certainly able to coordinate. <laughs> um so that was a good time. But then Dan was like, I want to play this treasure hunt game. You're very excited. I think about I just treasure randomly hunt. saw it. Like because I was looking at all the ratings <laughs> of games when I was like just exploring the uh, the the app itself, I guess. It's more of an app than like a game, I guess. Yeah. So like uh I went all the way to the end and Treasure Hunt was the last one, had like a ninety percent thumbs up rate. Yep. So I was like, Oh, people say this is good. And then we spent hours. <laughs> hours. I mean, Dan got off to go stream. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Alex and I played Dan for at least another hour or two. Wow. So that was like <laughs> four hours total. <laughs> yeah, we spent like three or four hours. And then fucking I was on today for another treasure. four hours. I uh, I just turned it on and I was just like, <laughs> I was doing other things while I was playing it. Because it's one of those games like you get to a point and <laughs> it's a lot of waiting around. Mm-hmm. It's almost it's like a clicker. Yeah, I kind of described it as a treasure hunt game that also is late stage capitalism. Well, it's it's <laughs> dig, it's dig a hole. It's dig a hole of the game. It's literally like you have an area and then there's other areas where there's like this giant pit. It's like sand and then below sand it's like dirt and then rock dirt and so it just and a gets harder and harder chests. to dig through. But yes, and then treasure chests. And as you dig it up and fill your backpack, you can then sell the blocks that you've dug up for some cash. Or you unlock the treasure checks as well, which give you a lot of cash, and then you get a thing that lets you dig faster, and then a bigger backpack. Yep. Now, Dan, here's the thing Alex and I realized, because we, we had hit a little bit of a wall, and then I was like, I'm just going to go to one of these other zones. And in the main zone, you're only buy, you're only selling like per block from your backpack five coins. But the candy zone is 15 coins. And then the astronaut zone is 45 so coins So you found out block. how to get in the other zones? I didn't even you, try Yeah, that. we could just walk to them. There were a bunch that you could just walk to that you didn't have to use the teleporters to. So I ended up just going to those other zones. And what's really great about it, too, is, by the way, these other zones where you to break the blocks is a lot more 
time as well. You need like higher strength weapons to break the blocks. Mm -hmm. But I could fill up my backpack in like an early zone, walk to the one where they're worth more, and then sell them there. And I still get the higher price. (laughs) Their market is broken. What I did, I just kind of upgraded my stuff enough that I could get the rainbow chests in a reasonable amount of time. And then you get like 50 million per rainbow chest. But if you just have the beginner bucket, like it gives you a bucket in the beginning, you would not have time within the 30 minute period to unlock it. It's like a million, it's a million units. Yeah. So so you need to keep upgrading. So you have something that takes off enough units at a time that you can actually open these things to get the big money prizes. Like the initial bucket that you have, Tom, every two seconds, Mm -hmm. it breaks off like one unit, I think, Dan. Yeah, or maybe yeah, one it's unit one. like every two sec, every two seconds. But then by the time Alex and I stopped, we were at like every point three seconds, it broke off like two thousand, three thousand units. So we were just Alex and I start. We we realized as a good strategy, we were going to double team the rainbow boxes. So we both got on the rainbow boxes so we could crack them open twice as fast, and then one of us would get the money a lot faster, get a faster weapon, and then we were just hitting rainbow boxes we're able to dig 1500 boxes down into the earth (laughs) so dan i'm curious because you said you went back on the game today what did you notice when you went back you're gonna Uh, tell me this earlier oh okay so i mean the first thing actually before i get to that other thing was i got on and uh that message popped up again we couldn't get past yesterday Oh yeah, this game. Clicker. And <laughs> we had to ba- I had to back back out again to get rid of the message cuz it's like yeah. a clicker, it doesn't give you any option to hit okay. Yeah, there's a lot of weird <laughs> so, menu stuff when you're playing yeah. on console versus PC. <laughs> but no, like what I what I realized was like when when you level up enough, like I could just sit with like the drill. Yes. And and just put it on like a rainbow box just and go it. walk away. I like went in the other room for 5 10 minutes, came back and it was like close to open. And then I kept doing that or watching other things. And it's it just like when on the you side guys thing I was doing. were playing last night and I was like, I'll be back in like 15, 20 minutes. I got to go eat. I just took out an automatic drill. I got on a block and I walked away. And by the time I came back, I was like 40 million coins richer. Yep. So <laughs> my character just kept going the whole time. It was great. Um, it's a real stupid game. The one thing is, I guess every day it resets your stuff. So like I went no. back. No, I went back today and I was at Zip. Your your stuff was still there. Yeah, I still had all my stuff. Oh, maybe I have a different account on my PC than versus. Oh the yeah, Xbox. that's definitely maybe what that's it is, why. For sure. Yeah. Maybe I, I thought I signed in on both with the same, but maybe I didn't when I first set it up. Maybe I have a different account. Okay, well that's good then because then I'll be able to go back to it and just fucking dominate. I'm just gonna dominate because when we you were in have there, to go in twice though because every day that new message is gonna pop up saying you want oh. a box but you can't use it. That's annoying uh dang you missed out alex and i found another game it's a asymmetric game where one person spawns basically as jaws and everyone else goes in boats and you have to either outlast the timer so unless the shark kills everyone oh, jaws the shark the wins shark. yeah yeah jaws oh not jaws from, from golden eye the <laughs> yeah. video game or oh, that's funny i mean shark i didn't even think of anything else <laughs> I mean, Jaws both would be good. Is, is the the James Bond villain? Yeah, because yeah. um, I don't think of the shark in Jaws <laughs> being called Jaws. I just think of it as the shark from Jaws. But I guess that's its name. Co- I mean, that's what we call it, at least. Yeah, I mean, that's what yeah. I would assume everyone's referencing it as. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Because the movie Cujo has the dog Cujo. 
So I guess it's the same right. property in my head. But they call him Cujo. No, I know, yeah. but like you don't really name a shark or talk to it by name. You're just like, this is the shark. <laughs> right. Right. So I guess we just yeah, did they I ever call the name it Jaws Cujo's. in the movie? I don't no. know. Do, do they in a the later sequels. movie? Maybe in the sequel. Maybe the sequels. Daughter Maybe Jaws of Jaws. 3D. Yeah, exactly. Jaws exactly. 4, I will contend, is the best Jaws after the first Jaws. I haven't seen a single one. After if you're going to watch one. one, that's not the first one. I'm not. No, no, listen. No. If you're going to watch no. one that's not the first one, go watch Jaws 4. Because oh, no. Dan, what have you discovered? It's the most like a very soft, direct reboot of the first one. It's a direct sequel. <laughs> it's the it's the kid from the first one grown up. Oh. So he has like a flashback. Oh, to yeah. The shock is called Bruce. Oh, it's Bruce. That's oh, but, why... but that was the animatronic. Oh, oh, the, oh, this is the name of the, the animatronic shark? Yeah. No, no, it, made... it's it says the character information. Full name, Bruce, status deceased. Okay, there you go. Bruce the shark. That, Other names, that I, Jaws. I do, re- there you go. I do remember, I do remember that is why in Nemo, the the shark is called Bruce. Was right, homage right, 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 right. I do remember that fact. Um, you should watch Jaws 4. It's good. <laughs> they go down to the Bahamas. It's the kid growing up. So the the mom is in it. She's older now. Like it's the original actress, dude. It's Jaws four is Jaws good. Four, Jaws no, four, dude, Jaws man. four is good. I used to watch that one just as much as we'd watch Jaws one. We would just skip Jaws two and three, and we'd watch Jaws and Jaws four. It's I'm Jaws sure the Revenge. I, what did I? That's the name of the movie. Jaws. I'm Revenge. just there wasn't a Sharknado this year. Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> in real Guess life or what? in movies, what? What? Guess what? Paulie Shaw, Sean Astin, Brendan Fraser vehicle I watched for the very first time in my life the other Encino night. Encino Man? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I yeah. love I mean, Encino no Man. Choice when you list those guys. It, I love one, Encino Man. It's one of Brooke's favorite films from childhood, and she put it on the other day, and we wa- we watched it. Yeah. I watched it. I watched this film, and it it's was... It's a great movie. So, my when he goes, Shaw, <laughs> when he goes to get, like, the Slurpee, dude... <laughs> Oh yeah, and they're just like drinking it from the, the tube. <laughs> totally short era movies. Like I feel like I like Biodome, and then like was it Stepson was the other one? I I'm just trying. Bi- to I know Bi- short Bi- Biodome. Biodome is a Pauly Shore film. You know, you know well, what's yeah. You know what's fucking funny though about uh, Encino Man and that movie is that Pauly Shore is the most likable character in that film. Sean Astin in that movie is an asshole and he never stops being an asshole you think he's gonna have like this kind of like turn where he like that's because you think of him as Sam no he's a dick dude the whole no but I'm just saying like you just anticipate him to be a good dude yes yes (laughs) for sure for sure but no you know where Paulie Short comes from right in that movie what do you mean like who who he is like the son of isn't he the son of like the owner of like a comedy club? The, yeah, the comedy store. Yeah, the comedy store. Oh, his, his mom ran the comedy store. Yeah, that's right. So like yep. that's how he got into acting slash comedy. I did. Just growing up around the like, comedy store is the place I told you about last year where Teresa and I went. Um, Dane Cook performed, <laughs> and uh, they were raffling what a, off. What a uh, show! They were raffling off a collection. Wait, this was last year. Well, okay, two years two ago. Two years I guess. ago. But still, <laughs> d- has Dane Cook been doing comedy this time? He's still been like, doing yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah. No, one's, no yeah. one's been watching. No, him he's do back comedy. now. That's the he's difference. Back now. He's back um, now. And he's terrifying looking. He's absolutely. Oh, I'm sure. Ter- oh, my God. No, he had so much work done, and he's also like lost a ton of weight. Like, he's like jacked. So he has that like scary, chiseled face. Oh, Jesus. Uh, 
It's really scary. I actually. just looked it's him terrifying. up. He looked really weird. Yeah, oh no, God. it's it's really fucked up and scary. Um, and he made a lot of <laughs> he made a lot of weird jokes about how like his girlfriend is like twenty. This is old old Dan Cook and oh, new Dan no. Cook, which is like oh, mo- less than half his age. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, it's uh, it was a scene. But who else was? He there? looks like uh, Ben Roethlisberger. He, he just got fat, man. He got fat and old. No, no, he's he's no. ripped. He's ripped. He had worked. Oh, really? what I'm saying. His face too, he's for sure. Ripped now. It's you know what he kind of looks scary. like. Scary. He, he kind of looks like uh the the guy the bat guy in mask. A little okay. like a weird <laughs> yeah, structure. Yeah, I think yeah, he kind of looks yeah, like yeah. Ben like Roethlisberger. He's <laughs> just like a straight brick. Ron Funches was there. That's who the other guy that I really liked. Oh, um, nice. But this was the like place Funches. where they they raffled off, and it was for like an autism charity. They raffled off a giant thing of weed. It was just a big box. Wow, of cool. weed, and you it was like an auction, and you would like bid however much you wanted. It was a silent auction when you walk in, and they were just like you walk in. There's this giant, just crate like of weed, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Apparently, it was like. It, it, they they ended up saying the like retail value was like fifteen grand of weed or something. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> insane! So, oh yeah. Uh, and then uh, another movie that I saw, uh, which is a new movie and not from the year nineteen ninety one, was um, Promising Young Woman with. Uh, that, oh, that's Mulligan. the that's the one where uh, she's a murderer, right? I'm not going to ruin the premise. Isn't that the plot? Like, I, I didn't see the movie. I, I literally it's, read, like, the, the little blurb it shows you on the screen. <laughs> no, it's not the plot. It's not. The movie's way more of a drama than it is a kind of, like, thriller horror film. Okay. Um, it definitely, like, misleads you in what it's trying to set out. Um, but basically, yeah, Carrie Mulligan is on a one-woman quest for revenge against men that date rape and like um basically take advantage of women uh and so yeah it definitely plays into the idea of her being a murderer um but it just turns out that she just teaches them a lesson really but (laughs) then it goes in then it goes in like interesting ways with that and then she obviously has her own personal history with it and so but it's also about uh her trying to you know she's pushed everyone in her life away because she just doesn't trust men <laughs> and uh so she she doesn't really have any friends she doesn't really have any relationships and then she meets this guy who used to go to college with her and it's about her like trying to open up to him so there's the movie is at times set up like a thriller and you know she's like a psycho murderer person and then other times it's this like kind of really interesting drama about her dealing with like her inner demons and that stuff for me worked way better than the kind of like thriller horror aspect of it but by the end of the movie it kind of firmly supplants itself in that genre and so it's just totally off kilter for me the whole time but um i think it has a really satisfying ending because i was kind of waiting for like wait where is this going and where can you watch us uh, it, it's it's for like the rent for full oh, price. Oh wow, you actually paid yeah. for this? Yeah, because it was. Uh, I've been I've been looking forward to it for a while. I love Carrie Mulligan, um, who uh, Chris, you probably know her mostly from Blink, yeah, the Doctor Who episode. Yeah, Doctor Who. yeah. and so or just um, Doctor Who in general. Was she in episodes of Doctor Who other than Blink? Oh yeah, 
It's a good I point. I think she was in something else I watched. Like, I already know her. I mean, she's a, she's but... an Academy Award winning actress at this point. No, I know. Uh, I'm just trying to remember what the hell I saw. <laughs> which her is so start. funny. It was like she did Doctor Who, and the next year she won an Academy Award. Um, but yeah, so I I thought it was very interesting um, and definitely worth your time. And then in video games, uh, I've played Hitman Three. Very jealous. Which, very excited to play um, this game. I saw Tom is, murder security guards. So that was cool. Yeah, it's uh, well. There's a lot of murdering <laughs> security guards. Uh, have you have you reviewed it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what the, did you uh, give it? I gave it an eight out of ten. Wow. Stars. Yeah. The only my only real issue is it presents itself. You know. So so the idea is is there is a story. There are missions, but. They're kind of designed to be like replayed and you can set them up differently so you can start in different locations, have different items and things like this and unlocking all of the different ways you can assassinate your targets and move about the the, the levels is the heart of the game. And I actually really love it for that, especially with the fact that if you own in one console family, if you own Hitman 1 and 2, you can just play those levels in 3. Yeah, so it's just her. this tapestry of these all these levels. And so I, I think it's the best of the three because the levels are just far and away the best out of all three games. They're much bigger and grander and more intricate. And one Does it feel like they, pretty good. they knew they were able to target the next-gen consoles when they made this one also? Not necessarily. I mean, oh, the game good. looks the game looks amazing on the new consoles. I don't know how it runs or looks on the on the old ones. I'm sure there's a digital foundry thing for that. I, there is, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, and we we talked about it. You know, it doesn't have ray tracing, but because the levels are so tightly designed, um, they simulate ray tracing. So yeah, they they fake everywhere. the reflections and everything. Um, but it's not even it's not even just like. Oh, that there's a reflection of a white guy. It's like no, there are reflections of everything that's happening in the game. I guess it's just running simultaneously. Yeah, I think uh, they do like a camera is what they do. They treat the mirror like a display essentially, and right. then they do like a virtual camera. I believe that's one of the tricks that they use before there was ray tracing. So my, so I I I love the game. I think everyone should check it out. Uh, yeah. Two two things about it. Uh, the first being my only real critique is that. I think that the hardest difficulty master doesn't push it far enough. I think that you should be able to tweak the difficulty customization to the point where, okay, if you fuck up, if I get noticed, I have a minute left to complete my assassination because they're evacuating the area, right? Which would be the logical thing that would happen in real life. Or if someone of consequence goes missing, guards search for them and look in like the fucking cupboards and shit because once you knock someone out or kill them and hide their body in a cupboard you're it's never going to be found like that's like the catch-all safe thing and i understand (laughs) that in the in like the easier difficulties you know that that's a standard thing but this trying to be the greatest stealth game of all time i think it really should push as realistic as possible stealth that they can achieve. But on master difficulty, I have done some bananas shit (laughs) that I end up being able to complete the mission because it's like I kill a bunch of people, hide for a minute, swap out uniforms, and then everyone pretends like nothing. But maybe in some ways, Tom, that that's better because I think honestly, a lot of 
other stealth games that are not Hitman, it's just typically not fun, the mechanics that try to make it realistic. No, 100. I mean, I completely agree. One of the things I bring up in my review is how funny the game is. Like, there was one moment where someone was about to recognize me as the, my target was cross, like about to walk in. And they were about to recognize me. They're like, huh, who are you? And I just like took a sword from my back, a scimitar, and just went and threw it across the room and it stuck in their neck and they like slumped down behind like uh, foliage. And then the target walked in like none the wiser. So there's hilarious shit like that. And And I, but I think there's a way to kind of push the difficulty, especially with how customizable the levels are with. Okay, this is the weapon you're going to start out with. This is the disguise you're in. This is the tools that you're going to have. I think if you are able to toggle maybe difficulty of how aware guards are, how much they're searching for you, how long, yeah, you know, th- that's kind of the 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 customization is the bread and butter of this game. Yeah, and so I think that they could they could have pushed that, but it's a really fucking fun game, and I honestly can't wait to play again. But the the other thing I do want to talk about is the Stadia version has this really cool feature called save state. So if I boot up a level, say you you were playing on Stadia, and I was playing, and I boot up a level and I customize it a bunch of different ways, like uh, I start out this level in this disguise in this location, and this is the tools that I have, and I've hidden grenades or some shit Mm -hmm. somewhere in the level and i'm like oh this is a really fun way to play this i could take a screenshot of my game like like just press the capture button send you that screenshot and then you can open that in stadia and it will put all of that level information into a level for you and you can play that level as it's set up and so you can um you can cut like create custom like levels and send them that way between why wouldn't people. they do this in like a custom level thing outside of stadia what do you need stadia for for that i don't know it's exclusive to stadia i mean you could Sounds technically like do it someone gave them some money for this game to do this I mean, potentially, right. I guess, yeah. Like you know that, that like it sounds like when like a publisher like like when a platform pays the developer to like for exclusive dlc or something because yeah, i'm mean, just I... i'm not seeing why you couldn't do something like that on another I mean, I, it seems that this is baked into the Stadia platform itself, so it might be something oh, that, okay. like, PlayStation... It, currently, it. it's the only... I, I was talking to the Stadia people, and currently, it's the only <laughs> game that offers it, but they have a lot of different features like that. Uh, yeah. For example, like, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, you can have in-game video feed of the other... You know, if you're playing with other people, you can have their screens up. But then I was thinking about that, and I was like, well, in PlayStation 5, you can screen share to another PS5, and you could do picture-in-picture. So you could kind of faux-build that in from a system level, whereas, I guess, Breakpoint does it in in the game. But it is a a Stadia feature that, I guess, could be implemented for for other games. Interesting. But but with Hitman being this game about levels, and, you know, it's like uh, Astrobot, there's challenges, and you can see leaderboards and see how well someone's done in a certain level on a certain difficulty uh and so the save state i think makes a lot of sense for this game particularly so it's a it's a reason to maybe check out <laughs> hitman yeah on i mean i'm gonna people. i'm gonna get hitman and i'm excited for hitman um i mean with hitman and i'll bring it up in the news but there's another game coming out for xbox i'm at the point now where i i said it last week i was like i'm gonna just start mainlining assassin's creed 
because mm-hmm. I just uh, I want to get I want to finish it. I don't want to just stop playing because other games are coming out. But yeah. I, I'm I'm like 50 hours into that game, and so you're still I tutorial? still have I still have I probably still, still have like half. <laughs> I probably still have half the game. I mean, there's I think there's like yeah. I mean, it can definitely last. Ter- you know, it definitely can last up to like 100 hours. If but there's so many good like there's so many good cycles. side story things. Like mm-hmm. I never did the uh, the Beowulf mission. I just skipped it for some reason. I just went back and did that now, which like I was supremely overpowered for. I'm like you know like level like one whatever and like the beowulf things like for like level 20 and i'm like okay well <laughs> i basically like was just like one shotting people i did it i'm like oh this would have been really cool if i had uh done this mission at the time but there's mm-hmm. just so many to do um but the stealth and the mechanics in that game are good but they don't necessarily let you do always like it's not as much of a sandbox i want it to be and hitman looks like the sandbox i want to play in like i i texted you and alex like really pissed i haven't been able to upgrade my quiver in forever and i really like using the arrows more than anything else when i want to do stuff stealthily i hate using the arrows (laughs) no dude the predator bow when you can control the arrow targeting on it i love that because um when i was in like shropshire and i had to uh blow up like these like oil and like gas cans and stuff before like our guys would go in i was like all right i'm gonna use my predator bow from far as fuck away instead of like sneaking in and like hit all of them but it was taking me forever because i can only hold like six because i'm not finding what is it fabric which you just have to like hopefully come across and like i spent like hours just going around looting chests all around uh Oxen for Shire and Leicestershire and <laughs> Surupshire and Grantbridgeshire and every all the all the shires. All of, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I still haven't fucking found one. I've found one piece of fabric yet. So uh, I'm basically done with that. But the one thing I have found are little pieces of maps in a little game called Carto. And I got to tell you, this game uh, I looked it up. They say it's about five to eight hours. First of all, Tom, great game to use for your backbone. It's like the perfect kind of game for that. Oh, it's uh, iPhone. Oh. No, no, no. But it's on Xbox. But it's a oh, great like gotcha. sh- like like remote play. But it's on Xbox. Uh, it's on Game Pass. It's a small indie game, and the concept is you're a character who falls out of like an airship with either, either your mom or your grandma, and you land on this little island. And the mechanic of the game is that you can zoom out of the island to a map, and you're essentially a cartographer. That's why it's called Carto. And you have to, you go and you talk to like this guy and he'll give you like a hint and then you go to your map and now you have a new piece of the map and you can rotate all the pieces of maps. And so long as like you have grass on this side and grass on that side, you can then stick them together. So then you end up meeting someone new and they're like, well, my house was east of this. And then you end up finding another, like, I don't have any new map pieces, but I was like, oh, if I move these pieces around so that the house is west of the blank piece and when I when I rotated it, changed it, suddenly the house appeared. And then you're just like constantly rearranging this like ever growing map to help people with all their little side quests and tasks. I'm halfway through the game. I've only spent, I've probably spent a little over two hours onto it. Um, But it's really fun. Like just light, simple gameplay. So I'll talk about it more when I finish it. Cause I know Alex said he was going to play it too. And he uh, is going to pop in later for our fantasy draft, but probably just wanted to touch on it. Uh, (laughs) He'll be here. Um, anything else? Or should we jump to news? I'm good. Tom, what do you got? 
uh there, there's not a ton of new stuff this week the two big things would be uh we got npd for december and the entire year of 2020 so uh in december uh 2020 uh sales were up 25 percent than they were the year before so that's a huge jump uh from last year's kind of holiday period and the uh, top selling games, uh, even after <laughs> Cyberpunk was in there, despite being, uh, and that includes, um, that includes the refunds that people people got and returns and things like that. Uh, but things like Mario Kart Eight Deluxe were in the top ten, um, which is kind of always like in the top twenty, but it got that holiday boost, uh, and that's mainly thanks to the fact that in twenty twenty. The Nintendo Switch accounted for all console sales. Eighty-three, sorry, eighty-three percent of all console sales in the year. Yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. it was hard to get your hands on a PS5 and a Series X, so it was the last year of the last generation, and there was limited supply for the new generation. So it made sense that it yeah, might have and been a small for most year. of the year where everyone was stuck inside. It was the newest system. Right. And things yeah. like Animal Animal Crossing, obviously boosting that huge Animal Crossing was in one of the, you know, and parents need like babysitters the for their kids. The number What's better babysitter than a spot? Pizza technology. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that ultimately the knowing the new consoles were going to come out hurt console sales more than they did in the past because now, unlike the last generation, people are accustomed to upgrading their technology for several hundred dollars to a thousand dollars with things like iphones and galaxies and whatnot it's such a normalized concept that in the past people would be like well i'm just gonna you know i'll wait a couple years and i'll get it later when it's cheaper but now people are like well i don't want to have like the old one i'll just wait i'll wait 10 months like Mm -hmm. people if they miss out on the iphone sometimes three months after it comes out they're like whatever i'll wait nine months for i'll I'll get the next one i want it to be (laughs) i'm like i'm like it's gonna be it's not like it's gonna come out now it's like the new one just came out. <laughs> it's like the amount of times it's like a couple months after the iPhone comes out. They're like, well, I didn't get it. So I'll get the next one right when it comes out. People were just used to wanting the newer tech now. It's a different demographic of sales. So that Absolutely. it's not shocking. Um, uh, so in terms of the with, with those sales, though, that was the high, last year for the Switch was the highest performing year ever, ever. for a single console. So that I mean, it's a it's nuts. It in just percentage pre- of sales, or just in total number in dollar revenue, sold. in dollar revenue, uh, adjusted and dollar only, revenue. Because uh, I feel like was, that would matter too. Let's see. Uh, Nintendo Switch was the best selling hardware platform in unit in units and dollars for the entire year. Annual dollar sales in Nintendo Switch hardware were the second highest. For an individual platform in a calendar year in U.S. history, only the two thousand eight dollar sales of the Nintendo Wii were higher. And it's incredible Wii, okay. looking at this because then you look back so and previous to this, mm-hmm. you had the Wii U, their worst performing console ever. Yeah. Uh, which is funny because we are now entering the fourth year. It's about to be four years old. The Switch, which means realistically, it should only have two more years left. There's no way this should be a seven year piece of hardware before it has like a real upgrade. Because yeah. it's nowhere near as powerful as an Xbox or a PlayStation were, and they were seven years old. You know, the Wii U was only around for four years. I think the the problem with the Wii U was it didn't give anyone anything new. 
It was also like, the worst name. People, a lot of people thought it was an accessory for the Wii. Oh, uh, okay. It caused a lot of brand confusion. But at the same time, it didn't. It wasn't that good. As, like it didn't no. give you much new. It had like the controller you could walk around with, but yeah. besides that. Yeah, I mean, and they and, it was like, use the Pro Controller or your Wiimote or use the tablet controller. And then it was like, well, what's the standard controller if you're not using the tablet controller? The Wiimote, but we also have the Pro Controller. You can even plug in a GameCube controller with the... It was like, yeah, they didn't like, know what the fuck they like were It's like a Larval stage. <laughs> they couldn't decide what the hell they wanted it to be. Uh, they're, and, they're like, when it, you know, when it comes out of its cocoon, we'll figure out the final. Yeah, it's the <laughs> mid-stage of the Pokemon. <laughs> the Metapod. <laughs> <laughs> so... um couple other things. Fall Guys coming to Game Pass. Oh, wait. Actually, it's not coming to Game Pass. Uh, there was a tweet that went out and someone, it was like a response to either Fall Guys or Xbox Game Pass. And it was like, can you please bring this to Fall Guys soon? And they were like, oh, it's coming. Game Pass replied on Twitter like, oh, it's coming. And Fall Guys was just like, uh, no, we have we're not coming to Game Pass. Actually, we're not coming <laughs> to Xbox. And then, like, at, so at that point, like, like Nebelian and like other people who had already reported on the first tweet where Game Pass basically said Fall Guys was coming, I re- then had to like <laughs> put out corrections, being like, "Correction, Fall Guys is nope. not coming to Game Pass." Like Devolver Digital put out like a thing. They were like, "Fall Guys is not is neither coming to Game Pass or Xbox. There are no plans for it." <laughs> They're like, "Let us be clear." So. That's kind of a bummer, obviously, because I think a lot of people are really like that game. It needs crossplay. It needs to be on every platform. It needs crossplay. It needs cross save. Like mm-hmm. it's a game that needs that, just like I all other games in the same it genre. It can't exist in its current form though in crossplay because the PC version is like a. It doesn't have like you can't name your characters still. You haven't fixed that still. They still have like the no, but when when only. when they do cross play, they'll do cross save. So then you'll have to have a Fall Guys account, just like you have okay. like your Rocket League account, or like or like you'll have to have like your own separate thing so that it can sync all your stuff across whatever platform you're playing on. Because other okay. otherwise, like that's why I don't even like to play on PS4 at the moment because it just feels worthless. Because all of my like unlocks and everything are on my PC. So like anytime I win a crown on the PS4, it's like what am I even bothering with this? Because it's well, it's yeah, not gonna go anywhere. Gonna, if you come on and like play with like us, if we're on, then you're you'd be playing with us, and it's not like no, those of course, but that's the only. The you don't my have point one. is that's the only way I'm gonna play on PlayStation Four is if I'm playing with you guys. Is I uh, PS5 is if I'm playing with you guys. I'm not gonna ever play on PS5 by myself because uh, I don't gain anything from it. I just. You know, the content goes nowhere. Um, They are talking now, of course, about their season 3.5 update, which every time they've done the updates has always been great. Uh, In the past, they've always either added new levels or mods, things like that. They showed off a lot of upcoming mods. One was one for Jump Showdown, and it's got the blower on it, and that looks fucking sick. I'm very excited for the wind being added to Jump Showdown. <laughs> yeah, that one looks like a mess. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. That one looks tough. I'm into that because it keeps everyone moving. That's why I'm into that. Um, I like that they had the little penguins. Little penguins are showing up on the race maps now, so you can pick them up. You can drop them off the edge. You can do the thing, as they say. Uh, so you know, new things coming to fall, guys. Um, I don't know. There's something else about Tencent out there raising billions of dollars to buy a company that's either U.S. based or from South Korea. No one knows exactly what it is. The last I read on it, but there's like every company right now. There's news about like a new studio yeah. opening. Like Sony's going to open acquisition. A new thing. Microsoft's going right to buy a new thing. Like 
yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised after everyone saw how much money they fucking made last year if people are like, all right, let's fucking double the fuck down on this yeah. shit. I th- yeah, I think that's gonna be misleading for some companies though. I don't think they're gonna real. I think they're gonna realize that for video games, it was a great situation, but once we get out of the pandemic period, and things do, it might people not be this year because this year we're still in it. But uh, it might right. be the year after that. Like a lot of the strategies they might come up with, thinking things will just be this way from now on, won't be. So there might be another shift in like a couple years. I think. I don't know. I think twenty twenty still would have been a big year. Yeah, uh, I agree. Regardless of of pandemic, I, I yeah. think that um, people's budgets are also squeezed too. So as much as people are spending money on games instead of like going out drinking and stuff, there's a lot of people who spend money on games who haven't been able to. But I, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, Dan. Obviously, like the 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 <laughs> certain situations and, and you know won't always be the same. But I do think that it's pretty telling that like when the chips are down. And when every other industry is really struggling, like gaming is like one of the very few that's able to stay afloat because it's one of the very, it's like the very few entertainment industries that is geared to being at home Mm -hmm. um, and doesn't require, unlike a lot of the other industries, like obviously like TV, like you're at home, but you need like the production side of that requires people to be in the same place. Obviously, we've seen hurdles in 2020, (laughs) 2020 with studios struggling to make you know work from home happen and you know hurting get game development but it's possible whereas you can't really yeah. make a tv a full season of television you know you, mythic quest can't just do their coronavirus God, I, I can't bonus wait episode for like for every 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 episode right um, yeah, that would be boring. and then the uh the I, I think the only real last bit of news uh came today with all the resident evil stuff so it's the 25th anniversary of resident evil this year uh, I've been playing seven on my uh, Wednesday streams and I've been loving it. So I'm actually super stoked for this news. And there's actually a sale on Xbox right now for pretty much every Resident Evil title that's ever existed. Hmm. So if you want to get into the franchise, like the the RE2 and RE3 remakes that came out like last year and the year before, they are uh, heavily discounted. And Resident Evil 7 is also supremely discounted. Uh, uh, related to that would be... Hmm. Next week, one of the first real next-gen games is coming out on the Xbox Series X, which the medium, I think, might also be on Xbox One, or right? That's not... Is that also I, on Xbox One, or is it only on the Series X? Uh, I think it's on the last-gen consoles. Yeah, but it seems like a game that is going to run way better on the new one, because it's doing... Like, part of the thing with this game is that it's doing the same thing Ratchet & Clank is, which they were like, we need a way to oh, show off this not. SSD. It is, it oh, is okay. not on the one. So then that yeah. makes sense, because it, they're doing the thing Ratchet & Clank is doing, which is like, this is something you can't do on next gen, which is they're doing the upside down. Instead of going to other universes, like ripping a portal in real time to another universe and just jumping between worlds, because it can just load data so fast, the medium is doing essentially the upside down from Stranger Things, where there's like a hell world, and your character is a medium who can see between this sort of like hellish fucking like H.R. Geiger-ish kind of world. And, uh, you know, there's like a lot of weird Cthulhu kind of shit in it. It's very like just sinew and red blood everywhere. Um, And then just like a castle and like, (laughs) you know, like the real world. Uh, So that is a game that comes out next week on Game Pass. So that's fun to be playing one of the first real next gen games. Um, Yeah, it's an exclusive uh, but but real quick though, the actual news with Resident Evil is that it's coming out in May, and oh. that there is a, a eight 
Resident Evil 8, Resident Evil Village uh, is coming out in May, uh, May 7th. And there is currently a demo on the PS5 uh, for free that people can go check out. It's more of a, it seems to be more of a showcase. Is that multi-platform, like, environment. right? Yeah, it it, okay. it is multi-platform, yes. And it's coming out, it was confirmed that that is also coming out on last-gen consoles as well, yeah. which was never really confirmed before, but it is coming out on the that One was, and the PS4. That was a game that was like a part of Sony's co-marketing deal, I think, because they were like, we're going to put it in our PS5 yeah, like and showcase, think, except yeah. just like almost every other game in the PS5 showcase, it's actually coming out on PS4, but we're not going to tell anyone. And they're going, and a, a big reason why I think that it's on a PS. I mean, obviously they made a deal with with Sony on this, but um, with the PS5 demo, from what I've been reading online, it's very geared towards like the PS5 3D audio. Like that's the ah. big thing that they're trying to push. So that's a, I, I'm I'm going to finish RE7 on stream next week and then play the demo. I'm really stoked. Awesome. I can't believe how much I'm loving RE7. But they are coming out with some other new games called Reverse R Reverse. Which is a deathmatch multiplayer title uh, featuring characters across all of the Resident Evil games. Um, so that's interesting, and it's a free add-on for uh, that's going to be bundled into no one wants that. We'll I see. mean, people will play it, but <laughs> yes, people will play it. That's not. But this, I mean, it's not the first time that give the, me Resident Evil Capcom... car racing if we're really going to do this. <laughs> It's not the first time Capcom's trying to <laughs> make a multiplayer Resident <laughs> Evil game, and every single one has been uh, has not taken uh, any 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 water. So we'll see how that in the Resident Evil Kart Racer. I want one of the carts to just be um, essentially a zombie that's like running on all fours, but like you know when the limbs are all like on it, like its chest is up in the air. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, seriously, one hundred. That's that'd be amazing. I'm just like, imagining so all the possibilities now with that. <laughs> yeah, it'll it's be awesome. Car races, it, it's, it's, every like cart should be running. not carts. Yeah, like it, nothing with actual wheels. Yeah, yeah no, it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all the news I, I looked. That was really it. Well, let's do a fortune yeah. listener mail and then draft. Oh, okay. Parts of it fell apart, but we're doing okay as far as opening it. We got one piece right here. There you go. All right. Man, it's been a while since we have a fortune. It has. It's been a minute. You're telling me. It's been at least six weeks. No um, what? Well, yeah, like since we had a fortune. We've had these garbage sayings, but. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like you haven't been gone that long. No. Uh, so you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Ah, uh, yeah, Captain. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you. Ah, uh, yeah, Captain. All right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> we could just sing SpongeBob the rest of the episode. Uh, a clever crow will always paint its feather black. Not a it's fortune. Not a, that's not. That's a not a fortune. That's uh, not a fortune. Maybe a, a proverb. Will, clever crow, crow will always paint its feather black. Aren't crows are? I, I don't understand what it's even saying. I think it's trying to say that a, a crow will always try to fit in. But why like wouldn't it, will, it? I don't know. A clever crow. <laughs> why would it paint its feather it. black? It's already black. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't make any sense. 
What does the Chinese saying "a clever crow will always paint its feather black" mean? A clever crow will paint its feather black is not is not a Chinese saying. This is <laughs> a core post. It comes from Laoan folktale. Okay, so I guess this is Laos, right? Yep. Okay. Oh no, no, sorry, 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 sorry. Laoan is a city in northern France. Even better. Oh, the folktale goes: the peacock and the crow decide to add color to their feathers and to paint each other's. The crow spends a long time painting careful designs on the peacock, who becomes so proud of his feathers, all he wants to do is strut and flaunt them. So when the peacock paints the crow, he just dumps black paint on him and says he's done. Yet the crow is much more respected for his care for others and his modesty. The moral of the story, a clever crow always paints his feathers black means don't show off because you'll gain respect for your modesty got it well it, it's probably not a good thing to put on a one strip of paper fortune no, cookie if you have to reach also, also, uh, you feel the context. <laughs> also something that doesn't work in the age of social media any, yeah that's very true uh anyway it's got numbers a clever crow will never have clout <laughs> is what they mean to say yes yes <laughs> gotta get your clout boys what's your clout score remember that remember clout scores are they other that app clout clout do you remember this tom no, I don't remember clout. Clout was an app. It would aggregate all your social media accounts and then give you a clout score. So then places would look at like <laughs> where you would rank among influencers. And they'd be like, oh, you actually have some clout with the amount of followers and your engagement. And then they would like basically companies would be then like shopped stuff out to you. They'd be like, oh, well, we want to give you this product to use they, if you'll talk about it on your social <laughs> it was your clout score they hired a kid as an intern so at my company at one point like four or five years ago solely because of that there you go it was it was a thing for a bit it was fucking stupid though um it was real stupid anyways lucky numbers uh we got five 16 18 23 36 and 45 those are indeed numbers Maybe someone won something. Probably not. You want a crow. <laughs> Just make sure to paint it black. Email it on rightpodcast.com. Email it on rightpodcast.com. I want to paint it black. Uh, I, was, I didn't know where you were going with that for a second. If you want to send us emails, email it on rightpodcast.com. <laughs> That's the uh, links black. in the show notes. Go to the Discord. Questions for the pod. Parts of it. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, man, we have a, a lot, I think. Oh, great. Well, all right. Let's take them case by case. Um, all right. Well, we never asked from Legend of Jobo. Are there any games you hope get pushed back based on their current state? Mm. Uh, <laughs> Halo Infinite. <laughs> Cyberpunk. <laughs> That's that. That Halo Infinite is the one that it's like, please just launch well enough that. This I'd rather it come out in two years if it, if it needs it. Oh, yeah, well, when it comes well, out, I mean, it should be, it should I, be yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hope any video game comes out when it is in, you know, minimal bug state. But yeah, that that is one that definitely like a lot is riding on Halo Infinite, I think. Um, My other one will be Starfield. I feel like no one's seen anything about Starfield. Sure. Sony was trying to buy. Is that related to that. Garfield? Yes. It's Garfield's uh, nephew who becomes a star. Uh, And so we don't know anything about it. Those games have traditionally launched from Bethesda with a lot of bugs and issues in the past. Just they it's just something they are known for now. Yeah. Um, 
I think Microsoft cannot afford to have more games that are exclusive to their platform launch in shitty state. And if they spend all that money in Bethesda, that game better fucking launch pristine. That better be a pristine <laughs> game when it comes out. So that that would be the other one, I would say. So, Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at like this year's list and there's nothing here that I particularly feel strongly enough about other than, yeah, Halo where I'm like, this could be at risk of not being great. Dying Light 2 is this game that just, like, continues to exist, and they haven't talked about that in forever. And we saw a demo of it at E3, not obviously not last year, but the year before, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. And they haven't talked about it since. Yeah. Uh, oh, the other thing is, is I, I hope that the Mass Effect Legendary Edition trilogy remake is decent. There you go. That's a good one. That would be a shame because there's a lot of people that haven't played those games and heard about them. So if it comes out like shit, it'll be disappointing. I'm just really worried that one is going to play like ass like it has always done. It's the one with the best story and it handles like garbage. (laughs) Um, So this is good because uh, Epic Neckbeard in Mm -hmm. our discord also basically it's a follow-up question to the one that legend of jobo just asked it's long so you're just gonna don't don't assume i'm done till it's very clear that i'm done because there's a there's a setup for this it took it took two posts for i see what you're saying i missed the cutoff for yesterday's episode but oh well i have a question that's kind of related to legend of jobo's question above AAA video games have changed a lot in scope over the last 10 years. Open world games like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Red Dead 2, Cyberpunk 27.7 are absurdly large concentrations of map size, but also in terms of detail in-world systems and side content. They're also becoming increasingly buggy as shit. Consumers still seem to expect roughly the same level of polish as release as they did 10 years ago. That is quite simply not the case. People are getting mad when their most hyped release of the year is broken and the rough edges are almost magnified when the studio keeps pushing back release dates to polish the game. Wow, this is going to be a long question by the time I'm done. Another example of ambition gone Ari is No Man's Sky. Super hyped for release, super bucky, out released, universally panned by critics and players. Then I act- then they actually fixed it. People love the game now, and they fulfilled the promises that they made before their official launch. Same thing with games like Destiny 1 and 2. With that long preamble out of the way, what are your guys' thoughts on big developers embracing the idea of early access for their big-ass AAA games? Just be fucking upfront about it. If your game's not fucking done, just they they yeah. the consoles literally have a thing that says early access now. Exactly. So just, just say early sell access. It as an everyone early will be access like, oh, game. I get it. Yeah. It's not done yet. Just and that's sell it okay. as fucking early access. Don't be game. like, here's our big release. This is the game. Uh-huh. And then everyone's be like, why is this a piece of shit? <laughs> and also, don't don't be and don't do the opposite, which Cyberpunk did, because there was that report that came out that the fucking demo only two years ago, like or I guess it would be closer to three, two and a half years ago now at E3. That they did, it was like a 45-minute demo you could play, was not actually the game that came out now. And it was like this single standalone thing that they had made. It's so like Cyberpunk I mean, the devs was like a lot. The devs didn't think it should be coming out until next, was it? 2022, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, 20, yeah, 2022. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it, so, it's nonsense. God. Like, you know, and, and I, I'm going to, with, with this, leading off of this and specifically mm-hmm. with Cyberpunk, I'm going to jump on something here. And, and this is specifically targeted at a fucker on Twitter. Uh, and it, I'm going to save it for the podcast. This fucker comes into a conversation I'm having with someone. Mm-hmm. We're talking about cyberpunk. And we're talking about that demo. And everyone is like, oh, well, this is how all games... 
demos work. And I'm like, I understand that they embellish some things, but there are it's a 45 game minute gameplay demo. This isn't like a six minute edited gameplay demo. This was presented as yeah. real gameplay. And I understand they scale stuff back. But we were talking about it, and I I went to a behind the uh, behind the uh, doors closed uh, demo uh, for that. Yeah, e- the year after that first yeah at E three at E three twenty nineteen you got the, the jacket demo that the I got the jacket. They're talking in the in this piece. They're talking about the twenty eighteen de- yeah. demo where people saw gameplay for the first time. But anyway, saw the the behind the closed doors uh, thing, and there's this bit in the game. Where you go to a, you know, it's another gang that they got to hide out, but they're all about getting jacked. So there's all this workout equipment. And in the demo, the guy like made the robot boxer malfunction. So he was beating the shit out of um, dudes. And then he made this guy who was like bench pressing weights. Uh, you like cranked up the weight on the thing. So it like crushed him. And when I got to that point in the game, I was like, oh, here we go. Here are all these really cool things I can do with hacking. And I couldn't do any of them. <laughs> and I, so I messaged some, and I remember at the time playing it, I couldn't, uh, uh, I was Googling and couldn't find any of the hacks. None of the hacks, the quick, because you have to get quick hacks. And some of them are like, oh, this one. I mean, that's the whole uh, point of it being a, their chip you know, cyberpunk. This, yeah. Right. And none of the quick hacks that were listed anywhere told me that I could, like, uh, make machinery do any of this. You got to go into cyberspace. You got to hack them. (laughs) Well, got to jack in. So I was like, maybe they just removed these features from the game. I don't know. So I I was messaging with Cade. It was Cade who were messaging back and forth. Oh, oh, you uh, uh, editor at uh, Screen Junkies. Screen Rant. Screen Screen Rant. Rant. And he's a writer. But yes, he just got a new job. Senior writer? Congrats to Cade. Senior gaming writer at Screenwriter. Congrats, senior artists. <laughs> but uh, so we're talking about it back and forth, and I was like, "Yeah, I remember this. This was one of the coolest things I'd seen in the demos at E3, and it's yeah. just like not in the game, from what I can tell." And Kate was like, "Yeah, I, when I got to that bit, I couldn't do it either, and I looked online, <laughs> and then this guy comes in, and he's like, "You guys, you have to get this this specific." Uh, it's not the hack you have the the you have hacks that you can get and then there's like the motherboard that you, you put the hacks on and into and you have to get a specific upgraded fucking thing and when i googled this there was one post about it on some random fucking website that explained how you can get the specific thing that allows you to do the one thing in the demo and the, and this guy was like giving a shit and he's like you guys are gaming writers he's like you should know this stuff and i'm like just cuz i write about video games doesn't mean i know everything about video games it means that i'm good at like writing my opinions of video games and uh, it it put me in a bad mood of course fuck cyberpunk <laughs> i got to say agree, this- i agree with you guys i agree it just i think yeah early access i think a couple of years ago used to be like um a bit of a stigma to that but there have been i mean hades is game of the year in 2020 and that came out as early access so i think that yeah you know yeah i wouldn't lump assassin's creed into this though because i'd say the the biggest complaint i have about assassin's creed is that like they're just doing too much the game just doesn't need to be this big so it could be more polished but that being said the game has the same level of polish that plenty of old 
older adventure title. Like it's not a buggy mess. It, you know, the game mm-hmm. works. It's just like so many things are so this good works. in it that the this things that aren't like kind of stick out more, but it's not like they're bad. It's just like, oh, like you guys could have made this game 25% smaller and I still would have had like a 60 hour game to play. And you could have spent that time just making animations better and making like the game run a little better. I'm sure for other comp, like that's like my whole thing with it is I've enjoyed it so much that I'm doing all this side quest shit. I could probably just skip and everything could have just looked and worked better. But that that game is so impressive to me. I, I, these massive games are unbelievable, but they shouldn't exist the way they are. Totally agreed. Um, did we ask this last week? Favorite Sean William Scott movie? I asked it to you, but it wasn't actually it came a listener up somewhere mail. Somewhere else too. I I asked it in the show, but it wasn't a listener mail. What mine would be? Uh, the rundown. Uh, this was from Psych Mike. He said uh, for him it was role models because had a nice plot with McClellan. Oh yes, role models is fantastic. Yeah. So I. My answer is different than it would have been a week ago uh, because I forgot about one movie that someone reminded me of the other day when I was streaming. Uh, and so I think it, it would probably be the movie Goon now. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I probably would have said like American Pie, like one of those, probably the second one because it's more stiffler in that one. Yeah, I mean, it actually, it probably is American Pie. That's true. American like, Pie 2 is. is probably the most uh, like Sean William Scott in a movie that I knew for years and years. And then goon was good too, but that's like a completely different role. Tom. I mean, I, I, I think role models is uh great. I, he's in super troopers. No, no, he might've been in the sequel. In, it's in the list. It's in his list. He's, of maybe he has a really small part. I'm maybe trying to remember every, really I've seen the movie so many part. times. I don't remember him. He's not one of the main characters. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he's not even in like the Wikipedia cast page, so maybe it is a cameo or a background thing. Um, anyway, I, I, role, role Models, I think, is the best movie out of everything I just saw on Google that includes Sean William Scott. That's like a genuinely great film. There you go. Um, we have a lot. We have we have a couple more. I'm just going to read one more because it's from Rogue, who we haven't heard from a while. Narcus and Dig Dug will do yours next time. Um but Rogue said, so I haven't wrote in or been in the Discord in a little bit. Life's been crazy for the better. So while not writing essays, working my ass off for this big promotion at work, I've been listening to the backlogs. I'm on episode 131, the Alan 3000 episode. My question is this. <laughs> the month-long games when Alan went on his honeymoon of uh, rankings are definitive that I know. But is there any possible chance you guys can update this list? For example, there's a full-on drinking game game on game pass that you all played also cyberpunk can be added to the bathroom toilet game uh, uh bathroom toilet of games just shit taking <laughs> shit giving toilet. shit um <laughs> giving the people a swirly and massive diarrhea toilet bowl suck it boys uh i think we'll definitely I'll, I'll go back to that that period i'll go to those lists that we made and uh i'll send it back to the group and then we and then we'll up- send tuna across the sea yeah and, we can uh, we can we can come up with a new list for it <laughs> we'll come up with a new list for it um the next time Tuna won't be here. I wish I had read this earlier. Well, actually, we didn't know Tuna wasn't going to make it. He's packing at the moment. Like last if we had known this in advance, it would have been the perfect day for it. <laughs> but uh, that being said, Alex, uh, we are waiting on at the moment to come in. So maybe he we said do- he's ready. He said he's ready. To go. Uh, yeah, he's ready to well, go. Well, he has the info. I think he's waiting for us to invite him in, like because we might be mid thing. So 
Um, <laughs> I was going to say, get ready. I was like, hey, man, can you jump on now? And then Chris just texts, join, fuck <laughs> <laughs> Um That being said, uh, we're going we're gonna to do a uh, smash cut from here. Just All saying. Right. Uh, you have to have your publisher name. <laughs> okay. So can I access this invite? From on the page, yeah, you can. It's an uh, invite, invite section. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Join, create, publish. Everyone will be in. All right, I see everybody in. Really regretting not capitalizing it. So I have to have a publisher. Yeah, it's like create you pretend publisher. to be. Okay. Yeah. Which is funny because our old one, Tom, that was the exact premise. We called it the I called it the Fantasy Publisher League on the site page, mm. <laughs> and we were yeah. all publishers. Tuna Nights. Where's that coming from? I don't know. Amazing. Not bad. <laughs> Next, design a logo. <laughs> like, fuck off. <laughs> All right. And once we have Dan's in here. Uh, Tom, we all should design logos. Can you? I'll, I'll, you can design mine for me. Okay. You got it. Tuna, I don't. I think you might regret that. Just give that decision. I'm I'm well aware of what would happen. If I'm I surprised Tuna wasn't like House Targaryen or something. No, Game of Thrones is dead. You just <laughs> named your character in fucking Roblox after trying yeah. every fucking house in Game of Thrones yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I, God, we should have brought this up. First of all, Dan couldn't name his his character Big D. Anything? Oh yeah, well, let me, I tried Big Danny Fifteen. They were like, "No, that's that's not going to work." Because that's had hilarious. And then Tuna Tuna couldn't use Targaryen. Yeah, someone had Tuna, Tuna Targaryen. Targaryen. No someone way! Had, no way! Yeah, someone had Tuna Targaryen. They also had Tuna Stark. I tried to do Tuna Snow, <laughs> and that was inappropriate for some reason. We assume because of cocaine. Yeah, Tuna Snow was inappropriate. Um, and then I decided. I just I decided on Tuna Martell. <laughs> Which Wait, does what? not roll off the tongue. <laughs> no. no one likes Montel. the Martell. Like, what are you doing? Tuna Martell. Well, I didn't think I would like Roblox. <laughs> I didn't think I would like Roblox. And then we spent four hours playing it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I cannot believe how much time we wasted. Last night, Alex at one point was just like, he was like, I fucking just got this dice chest. I just got like seven million. He's just like yelling about it. He was so This is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dead. Come on, what's going on? What do you mean? It says you haven't you created have your publisher, publisher name. I did. It's Tom. on the page. Re- refresh the page. Oh, weird. Okay, I'm Big go. Band Productions. It works now. Okay, there we Big go. Band, time uh, bomb all right, we're gonna start drafting. Are we? Do you know how that works? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, no. <laughs> I think so. We're certainly gonna find out. There for the are these women there for the wrong reasons? Hopefully, now it's Chooms Entertainment. What happened to Chooms Art? Uh, I was going to do Chooms Arts, and then it, it became Chooms Entertainment. How do I join? How do I join the draft? It says the draft uh, is currently in progress. Next, I guess draft we just is, go to the list of games and pick them. I'm resetting the draft because we have to make the order correct. All right, nice jump cut there. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, Tuna. Although for audio listeners Hi. and for the video listeners, you know, double jump cut. I'm going to include that little Roblox segment where you can't even hear Alex or see Dan, but fuck it. Uh, 
All right. So we're here doing our fantasy league. We're going to use fantasy critic games this year, as many people are aware, is a fantasy critic uh, league, similar to what we were manually doing before. And now we won't have to do that. We are going to have one for our listeners in the Discord that um, there'll be a publisher that all of us hosts can operate. So I'm sure Tom and I will do it. Maybe Dan will jump in, but we'll have a shared user in that one. And then it will be made up just the rest of listeners. So if you're interested in that, make sure to be in the Discord soon. We're going to have that start next week, uh, just so there's enough time for everyone to join. Um, I'm going to begin. We're going to be doing 18 teams for our Fantasy League. We're going to be drafting 14 of our games today, which gives us plenty of space to draft four additional throughout the year, as well as drop or pick up other games. Similar to how we did it in the past, it's going to go off of Open Critic. Except now we're not just going to be going based off of our overall score. It's the way it works with Fantasy Critic is 70 is the baseline for a review. Anything above 70 counts as 1, 2, 3 as a 71, 72 points. And then below is negative points. Uh, but otherwise, it is very similarly scored. Um, I'm going to start it out. I get to pick the first game that I want for 2021. And I'm going with a banger. I'm going to be picking Ratchet and Clank. Rift Apart. Is that like the top game on the list? Hundo Pay. It's a great choice. I see so it I've, showed up in your thing. I have it not picked your, that. It is your turn to draft. It's like draft game under player actions in the sidebar. Who, who picked this order? This is the order of the uh, winners of the previous draft, of the previous mm. season. Mm. Mm. It is snaking, so you will miss out. You'll be last, but then you get to go twice. Where, where are you seeing player actions? It was on the left. It was on the left? Yeah. Oh, player actions. Oh, okay, here we go. Draft game. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what is the name of Tom Sexton? Okay, I'm going with God of War Ragnarok. By the way, if there's games that you're interested in that aren't listed there, you can type them in and then we can manually add them to the list as well. Wait, Breath Breath of the Wild is supposed to come out this year? No. There's no confirmation either way. There's no confirmation, yeah. So you could go for it and then try to pick up another game and drop that later if you're worried about it. You know, that's that's the risky move. God of War, I I think, is a risky move too. I don't know if that game is going to come out this year. So what is this? This watch list is just based on hype factor. Yeah, yeah. I can't even like see on it like the hype score. When I, I mean, go do you to think God games. of War is actually going to come out? It's the only reason I didn't pick no, it. I don't. I don't. I think there's a good <laughs> chance it doesn't. Why did you Look, pick it? Because I think I think I don't think there's a good chance it doesn't. I think there is a chance it doesn't. But if it comes out, it's yeah. going to be. A if it comes out, it's gonna be, yeah. It's the only reason I didn't pick the game is I was yeah. like, I don't know. I don't think it's going to actually come out this year. Yeah, no, I, I think that there's a chance it doesn't come out this year either. Like, that's a game in a, in a normal year, I would think, would get delayed. Let I alone think more I people are working remotely. I think people, I did, I Elden Ring is on here. <laughs> All right, I went, I went Resident Evil Village. Oh, nice. Nice, Resident Evil 8. We were just talking about that. Great choice. Great yeah. choice, Dan. All right. All right, Tuna. Uh, Tuna, uh, where's your, where's your yeah, rocket speed t- t- <laughs> Tuna's choice. You think Halo Infinite is definitely coming out this year? Or is that even a baby? I'm not going to give you any fucking 
points as Tom, I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more, Tom. I went Horizon Forbidden West. Ah, you motherfucker. That was the next one I was going to pick. It's a great choice. The hype score is what I'm going by at this point. I have no idea. So I am going for Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Ooh. Damn. Damn, 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 damn. Why is Fable Xbox Series X hype score like so low? It's probably you don't because much from it. Yeah, people, are, it's so so far off. There's no way that's coming out this year. Oh, okay. Oh, what is this near replicant version one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine? It's a weird Japanese like a game. RPG. It's probably a good pick. It's probably a safe pick. I'm, gonna give that one. I'm not being it's a dick. Considered unavailable. I was gonna pick Super Mario 3D World, but it's considered unavailable. Super Mario 3D. Oh, th- oh, sorry. Yeah, I was like, all right. Well, I know the stuff. first game I'm gonna pick is uh, yeah. Death. I'm gonna be picking Death Loop. Great choice. Partially, like this. Maybe the game won't review that great, but it's one of actually my most anticipated games. So that's gonna be in the 80s, I think. Like At least 80. That's 81. what I'm hoping. It could yeah. be high 80s. Could be. It's a it could rock. It it's could a very rock good developer. So you know, it's yeah, like it could rock our world. Um, and you know what? You I'm go again. no, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. I was about to be like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take Halo. I'm not gonna fucking take Halo. Get out of here. Don't uh, touch Halo. No. I mean, Halo. The game's coming out in 2026. Uh, 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 I'm gonna pick new Pokemon Snap. Hmm. Safe choice. Yeah, hmm. that's what I'm thinking. I think that's a safe hmm. 80s, worst case scenario, high 70s game. Back to Tom. Oh, Tom! Every time oh, you pick, oh. you know, these sex noises. It takes two. Damn it! Damn it! That was the next one I wanted. I just remembered <laughs> that. Uh, Fuck! I mean, it had to make it through so many people on the way back. Fuck! The best thing about this is is getting me pumped, Tom, for all the games that are coming out this year. They're great games. It's gonna be another, <laughs> like, oh, gonna be another great year. We, be, we haven't had a bad year of games. Than, it's gonna be a better year than last year. Maybe. Hopefully. Fuck that! That game looks so good, dude. Yeah, I think it's going to review well. That game's going to get at least five more points just because of friends. <laughs> like the people the are just going to give it more points. Yeah, I agree. Not friends. Friends, it's my Ferdinand. Turn. Friends. So I didn't realize it was my turn to draft. Draft game. I mean, should I do it? You should do it. Fuck it, I'll do it. I am gonna do it. I'm, I'm waiting trying to see to it. it pop I'm hitting up. the draft button. I'm doing the Halo. There it is. <sighs> I, I would, Tom. I'd be shocked if it's below a seventy. Like it's gonna be points. No Halo game is reviewed below be, like that. It's it's not. It's gonna be some points on the board, unless yeah. it's a disaster, unless it's a a mess. I'm curious to see. We'll see. I, I'm we'll, curious. see. we'll see. Back for blood. <laughs> Damn it, you bastard! Great choice. Great choice. Hollow Knight. Oh, this is oh yeah, yeah. Silk Song. Are you asking or drafting? <laughs> All Night Silk Song. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, but it's a TBA. I don't know. I'm going to take Tom, Psychonauts. I should have picked Halo. Halo 5, which is the worst Halo by a significant margin, is an 84 on Open Critic. I, I understand. I, yeah, but I, don't, I think that there's a good chance that there are ga- like yeah, gameplay right. issues with Infinite. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Psychonauts Drafting. Two has been drafted. Great choice. Very nice. Very nice. Very good. That's a good I'm one. I'm doing the Hollow Knight. 
I don't care if it doesn't have a date on it yet. I'm taking that risk. Ooh, I think that if it does come out, Dan, you're going to be sitting pretty with those points. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. Um, the Barnes Burns Injury Attorneys. Is this coming out soon? Bravely so what I didn't realize was Barnes was the one that died, right? Yeah, Barnes died. And yet there's the Barnes group. Well, his his brother, Rich Barnes. Yeah, I know. But I thought I made me think that Selena was the one that died, but no, because then you got the there's two. There's now Selena's got his commercial and Barnes has got. His <laughs> I know. Commercial. It's, <laughs> it's really fucking funny. Yeah, it really is like an amazing. Selena versus Barnes, families yeah. at war, doing yeah. law, chasing ambulances. Uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, because the, the jingle it, it's the Barnes firm. And then what the Selena one I just heard on the radio today? What the fuck was it? I'm gonna <sighs> I'm gonna choose bravely default too. Nice, Selino, which means it's my turn. Selino, in no way, shape, or form, was there the day Barnes died. <laughs> yeah, right. This is based on open critic scores. Yes. Oh my God, Tom, typing away over there. Would you watch a Selino and Barnes documentary? Oh, Hundo pick. Absolutely. Definitely watch that. All right. I'm going to pick. God, I just don't know if this game is going to come out, but I'm going to go for it in case it does. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. right. Okay. I'm going to pick Ghostwire Tokyo. Okay. And I'm going to (laughs) pick. This is one that I think would have just been overlooked, but I think it's one of those games that's secretly going to score very high. I'm going to pick Jet. Oh, okay. I like their early music. <laughs> I just got to make sure that this is the right Jet. Because it says is Jet. Is it with the... two Ts? Yeah, but it says Jet the Far Shore. I don't remember having That's it. A... That's, yeah, oh, that's okay. it. I don't it remember it be... having the... Uh... Okay. I mean, it's made by the Sword and Sorcery guys, and nothing either of those people have ever touched has like, had a bad review as far as I'm aware. So... Jinxed it. How many movies into M. Night Shyamalan did his movie start sucking? One. <laughs> yeah, one. Uh, what, one was it? Some of these are just like he had six cents, and then what came out right after that? I feel like some good stuff. But he also had stuff. Unbreakable, and he Unbreakable. Yeah. It was um, Unbreakable was the, the thing after yeah. Six Sense. The Village is when it started getting really silly. Selena. <laughs> and man, oh man, were you going to take Ghostwire Tokyo, Tom? No, 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 no. I wasn't gonna. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Do it, the Jedi. I uh, ooh, no, maybe I'll save that for later. Maybe I'll save that 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 for later. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, no, 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 Elden Ring. No, I'm gonna take near. I'm gonna take near. Okay. No. Oh, Elden Ring. You know what? Actually, no. Elden Ring. Someone please take it. Tony will take it. Tuna, uh, get, uh, George Armand's writing that one. I want to scoop that up. Hmm. Oh, Jar Jar Binks? Jar Jar Binks. Hmm. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? George R. R. Martin is writing Elden Ring. George R. R. Martin. Turn is it? Yours. Big dig. No, it's not my turn. Duke. 
Just because I don't want Alex to have it, because what he did earlier. What are you taking? I'm going to take uh, Zelda. Very nice. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Doubtful it comes out this year. Tommy, you're going to take uh, Overwatch 2? If it doesn't come out this year, I'll take something else. I'll take <laughs> yeah. something else. All right. Oh, it's my turn. Here we go. All right. You're going to go twice Far- again. I guess Far Cry 6. Percent counterfeit. Yeah, all right. We'll take, we'll take Far Cry. All right. And then uh, we'll take this Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. Ooh, nice. Ooh. That was one of the ones I was going to take. That was on my short list. I feel like that game's unproven. I it's mean, true. take it. It, is, it could but, be great. But now we have the counter picks and we have the drafts throughout the year. So that's, you know, yeah. there's a lot of opportunities to change things up. Back on me. I am going to take uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5. Good choice. Sorry, what? Shin Megami Tensei. Tensei. Five. Five. SMT5, five. baby. <laughs> I've done extensive research and it was on the list. Now, here's the question. Wait, mm-hmm. so this I, whole, what about these other, so the, there's some things on here that are like expansions, like mm-hmm. The Last of Us, whatever. Like, well, you think that will get a review or you're rolling the dice with that? I think we're not going to, we just shouldn't pick expansions. We should we be picking so, games. Some of these games are 100% just made up. Like, there's there's Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remake on I'm here. I'm looking at like, this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but that's coming, though. That's leaked, and that shit's coming. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but then there's also, like, all the way at the end, there's unannounced 3D Mario. Right, exactly. Because then if you want to be like, hey, I think something's going to be announced, no, I so get I'm going to pick this. Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, all right. Uh, okay, I am going to go... You're not going to get a lot of good advice here, Alex. We don't want you to win. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to actively give you bad advice, but I'm not going to give you good advice. Oh, I don't want to do that. That's boring. It's such a boring choice. Why is Last of Us Factions 2, like, not hyped? Because it doesn't exist. They haven't announced anything. Like, it's not uh-huh. like a game that's... yeah. Why is Ghost and Goblins Resurrection hype so low? It's coming out, like, ne- next month. No one gives a fuck about ghosts and goblins. It's, <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a shame. Uh, oh, does this come out this year? Okay, this is what we're gonna do. I'm just gonna suck it up and click don't, it don't and do, do it. it. Don't do it. I'm don't doing do it. Axiom Verge. Too. Oh, thank God! All right. Hopefully that comes out this year. <laughs> That's you. I'm picking Returnal. Okay, very good choice. Shouldn't scoffs at that. I mean, the thing is, is that uh, that developer has consistently scored in like the high 80s, low 90s, but every game they've made has been a twin stick shooter. So it's like, is this game going to be as good as those we'll games? We'll find out after we'll, these best we'll, games. We'll, exactly, exactly. We will find out. Uh, I'm also, this is, I'm just going to take a flyer on it. I'm going to go with the next gen Battlefield game, untitled Battlefield 2021. Okay, okay. Hopefully, Back nothing like Battlefield 1943. Yeah. Worst, uh, favorite game. Worst game. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull uh, a Chris here. I'm gonna uh, choose Call of Duty 2021. Uh, I was gonna do that. It's a safe ch- choice. Yeah. All right, on me. It's on me. What is? Oh no! Actually, I'm not gonna ask that question right now. <laughs> Injury attorney. Call one hundred eight million. This look bad. I'll take Little Nightmares Two, coming out soon. All right. So this Cuphead, right? The delicious last course. Yeah, I think it's pronounced Cuphead. 
It's a sequel or this is an expansion? It's a DLC. Oh, forget it. I also don't know if that's coming out this year. Better. Yeah, those guys, they're, I mean, the original Cuphead took forever to come out, and that was like announced forever ago, that DLC. So, why? Yeah. Uh, because the art style that they use, it, it, they're a very small team, and the art style they use is incredibly like laborious. It, it takes a ton of work. And uh, I remember the way they were doing it with like hand drawn stuff being scanned in and then animating it like digitally. Mm. Uh, I wonder how much of that they're able to do from home. Like, who knows? Who's it on right now? Plus, they're like making a Cuphead oh, show yeah. and all this other shit. They're probably being pulled in a million different directions. Hmm. Last couple games here. Uh, I don't really give a shit about any of these. Um, Did you do any research? You don't have any of your own picks? No. I'm just going based on the bullshit that I'm seeing here. <laughs> um, Binding of Isaac? What is that? It's a game. It is a video I mean, game. What kind of game is it? Well, maybe you should have done some research. I've been told that Carlos, <laughs> Carlos plays it in our... Uh, but is it a new game or is it just a re-release? It's a re-release, I think. Then don't pick it. We're, we're not doing re-releases. All right. What about Guilty Gear? I don't know. Gear? Is it like a sequel? We've traditionally no not done re-releases. So. Uh, whatever. What about Guilty Gear Strive? Is that a re-release or anything like that? I don't know. Are they making a new Guilty Gear, Tom? Tom? I have no idea about the new Guilty Gear. All right, I say if it's on the site, we can pick it because this is going to get too confusing. <laughs> I'm, cause I'm There's just gonna... a lot of games like this that are like wishy-washy vaporware. Oh, shit. I just went off the site. Can I go back? Tuna, stop watching Oops. porn. It's your turn to drink. No, because I, I clicked the uh, like show more about it. Mm. And then it... What about 12 minutes? What is that? It's a game about time. That's a game. Like, it's a game. That's a real game? Yeah, it's a real it's game. A real game? It's a real oh. game. All right, I'm picking it. It's probably gonna. That. It's probably gonna score well if it comes out. So that's good. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, yeah, I know. And then I guess Gotham Knights. Is that a re? Is that a re-release? Is that any bullshit? No, that's the Batman game that Tom talked about, and we. I love all this research and, he did. Yeah. Loving the research, too. I, I, I didn't do any. I didn't do any research. That's a new what Batman game. What about Elden? No, but Elden is TBA. I don't like. No, no, no. TBA pick games. Elden Ring, Tuna. Tuna, pick it. Pick it. No, 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 no. You love, I don't you like, love, you love the Martells. What about Humankind? Is that like a re-release Pick it. Or anything Pick, like it. Pick it. Humankind Kind is that game that came out. It's episodic, so they'll have another portion of I'm Humankind that. that's I'm coming out. Gonna... Is it? Is that true? Yeah. I Remember took... the Humankind, the human, whatever it is, it's ancestors. Humankind. Dan's up. No, Dan's no, no, up. no. Human. That is not right, Humankind. Humankind is like a civilization. Oh, game. humanity. Oh, okay. Sorry. You with Gotham Knights. All right. Human You're tape. right, Tom. You're right. He went with right. Gotham Knights. I'm Wait, going if to we're going to be with... picking 18 games, there's going to be 14 a lot today. of... We're picking 14, 14 right today. Oh, it's still 14. You're going to have a lot of things on here that are going to be uh, not not so definable. What do you mean? Well, if I can't pick Cuphead, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Well, no one's stopping I... you from picking Cuphead. It might come no, out no, this no. year. And it will no, be... we are stopping us from picking Cuphead because it's well, a... It's a uh, it's a DLC. Yeah, it's we shouldn't DLC. be picking DLCs or re-releases. That's something we've always sort of made a rule about in the past, Tom, too. Fair. But no, there's a fuck ton of games that are coming out and announced. There's more than enough for us to pick. You just know. don't just necessarily go off the hype list. You should have pulled, <laughs> looked up some stuff. Should have done some research. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going way off. I'm going way off this. Off the reservation? Oh, yeah. I mean, you never know what's going to be good. I'm also going on based on things that actually have release dates. 
Yeah. Yeah. These, t- these TBA games. That's why I'm picking this one. Medium. The medium. Nice. That comes out next week. I'm glad you, you picked that. <laughs> why? I'm playing it right now, so I was like thinking about picking it, but I feel like that's a conflict of interest. It's not. There's no conflict. How is it a conflict of interest? Conflict of interest. <laughs> it is. It, well, it's. I know how the game is from my own personal perspective. So it's insider trading. That's just your, it's insider your personal trading. research. It's insider trading. He's got information before the rest of the people do. Exactly. Exactly. For the public, I'd be go. I'd go to jail, is what Tunis is telling me. Uh, okay. Are you in Congress? No, you wouldn't. How good is this? Oh, we're not doing <laughs> remakes, right? So we're not going to do Prince of Persia. Ooh, is No More Heroes going to come out? Academia? <laughs> no More Heroes Academia? Uh, this could be, that could be a risky pick. Got to go for at least one risky pick. I've got... I feel like I've got then you got to pick some already. frisky picks. Mm. <laughs> Starfield. <laughs> I'm going to do Destruction All-Stars. Nice. Oh, I'm not in. I'm in the wish list, not the draft. Whoops. Destruction. I feel like that's going to do like a solid at least a 75. Yeah, it probably will. All right. Tis on the Tunes. Hmm. From Tunes Entertainment. I have to pick two. The Tunes is coming. All right. Oh, I'm going to do... Don't say doing your wife. Don't say doing your wife. Do yeah. Doing your son. Hello, neighbor too. Mm. Mm. And I'm gonna mm. do stray. Oh, mm. uh, okay. Again, that's a game there's there's really no guarantee it's gonna come out this year, but if it does, all the indie places are gonna love this game. So even if it's mediocre, it's gonna get a boost. Oh man, there's only ten pages of game. Shit. But but it keeps no, whatever. You can type in games. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, you can I, type I haven't in been games. looking at the hype list. I have a bunch of other lists of like all the games that are coming out this year open. Yeah. Whose turn is it? It's mine. It's Tom's. Tom's thinking. Yeah. Mm. Time bomb, Tom's. Is that The World Ends With You a remake? I think it is. I don't think it's a sequel. I'm going to go with Chris Tales. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. That's a good yeah. game. Well, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. I thought you liked it. We liked what we saw. Yeah, but then when I played the demo, it was a little kind of... Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily going to be a game for us, but I feel like like it's going to review well. Mm. Someone... Yeah, someone took it. (laughs) I had to reload the page. That was weird. Okay. Someone pick, someone picked up Horizon, right? Who's got Horizon? Dan. Uh, Dan. Yeah. Did no one pick that up, really? What is this? Okay, got a new strategy going here. <laughs> oh god no. Is it smart to pick a game based on how hilarious you think the title is? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you definitely. should definitely do that. <laughs> Goodbye, Volcano High. Oh, it's probably gonna score real well. <laughs> Oh, I'm yeah. not joking. Yeah, probably no, probably will. Well. I forgot about that. <laughs> Damn it. That's a good one. Okay, we are going to pick just for the nostalgia of it. What the fuck is it? I haven't heard that game. Ghosts and Goblins. Resurrection. Okay. And then going to pick... Wait, Final Fantasy. 
Yeah, Final Fantasy 16 is a game that is happening. What is this? Neo, the world ends with you? Like Matrix Neo? The, the world ends with you. I think that's a remake. I think that's a re-release for, the, for a three, like a 3DS or a DS game. That was very popular. It's a remake. I'm not going to do it. What about uh, Odd World Soulstorm? Is that a remake? It's not a remake. No, that's a new game. All right. Drafting it. I thought about Done. drafting that. Dig Ben. It's also different when it's a remake or a re-release. I mean, if someone's like, I really want this. And it's like, well, this was like a sprite-based game on the DS. And now it's a three, you know, if they're two totally different things at this point. Mm. But, Tommy, you going to pick Scorn? I don't think it's coming out this year. <laughs> you mean the, FF, the, the, the video trailer only, the CG trailer game is not coming out this year that we haven't heard was, from? Was Cyber Shadow a remake or no? I have Cyber no idea. Shadow. Is that the sprite based game? I don't know. Is this the. Oh, no, this yeah, is an the, indie the, game. This is it's from the remake. people that made Shovel Knight. Yeah, I played this at uh, E3 in 2019. All right, picked. That's probably a really good choice, Dan. Uh, I am doing. <laughs> oh, I am doing. Is this still on the table? I think it is. Turnip Boy commits tax evasion? Yeah, I'm going to do No More Heroes 3. Mm. Oh, that was the name Risky. Of the game, no, there is a game named that. Oh, Turnip okay. Boy commits tax evasion. Is that a, is that a remake? <laughs> All right. So I have nine. I'm getting two more. First one is going to be... Oh, wait. That's not which one I thought it was. But I also like that one. What about... Mm-hmm. Is it this game? It is. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm going to do... Okay, I'm going to do Outriders. No? I saw Tom's face. I'm not doing Outriders. All right. I'm going to do Tunic. Tom's just been fucking with you the whole time. <laughs> I'm going to do Tunic. Tunic! <laughs> what? I mean, we've seen that game every year at E3 for the last five E3s. <laughs> uh, but it's only been playable for the last one. Whereas right, the previous one was a demo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what the fuck? It kicked me out. I have to sign back in. Great. Mm. Mm. Tunic. And then... The indies are so hard, man. They are. But at the same time, I, I almost feel like a lot of the indies same are... Time, so um, is this cock. Wait, what? They're actually in a better position than some of the larger games because they are, a lot of them, already doing work from home. Like, they were working on their games sure, from home. Sure, fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, that's why I'm also picking Tunchi. Tunchi. So you picked Tunic and Tunchi. And Tunchi. Yep. <laughs> You'd think Tuna would have gone after those, but... Yeah, you no. would think. All right, Tuna Tom, you got to pick over here. the next TUN game on the list. So I've got three left, I think, to get. Yeah, I need three more. Okay. Oh, what do I want to do? Where do I want to go? You want to go where everybody knows your name. That's it. I am taking a risk with this one, but I'm choosing Season. I hope it comes out this year. What'd you pick? Season. What Season? It was uh, at the Video Game Awards. I'm starting to add stuff to my watch list so I can just grab them once it's my turn now. Probably a smart thing to do. Yeah. Uh, it's on me now? Okay. Yep. I don't know why I keep going top available. I don't want top available. I want to go. There we go. We're going to go to that. 
I got to tell you, this game sounds like it's a fucking winner. Uh, is Skatebird uh, a remake? Skatebird. It is not a remake. It is a new game. I'm in. It was kind of fun. I hated the demo. That's why I said it was kind of fun. I could see how mm-hmm. it would be good, but it wasn't there yet. Yeah, no. Control it's coming out now. at some point, maybe. It was a very early demo. When everybody knows your name. Oh, it's my turn. Yes. Jesus Christ, Rudy. <laughs> welcome, welcome to this uh, same order we've been in for a while. So uh, I'm going to take Dead Cells. No, that's that's a, that's a that, DLC that came out. Yeah. God damn it! You played Dead Cells. I did. You yeah, played the, the fuck out of Dead Cells. Are you Cells. fucking kidding? Wait, seriously? Even I remember you played Dead yes, Cells. Yes, you played a ton of Dead Cells. When? A year ago? A year and a half ago? When it came out? I remember you playing it. We you gotta get Alex it. a cat yeah, scan. And, uh, you, Are you, you sure? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're talking Alex, it's the side scrolling roguelike where you get reset over and over every time you die, you're in like a dungeon, and then it randomly generates the dungeon paths, and you go up and you upgrade and you're like unlocking stuff as you go. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> on the next episode of Unranked, maybe we should change Alex's name from Tuna to Goldfish because that's what his memory is. <laughs> What's <laughs> Tuna Goldfish? Vampire, The Masquerade, Bloodlines Two. What the fuck is this? Oh, definitely do that. What is Solar Ash? What is this game? Yeah, uh, Tales of Arise. I'm not telling you anything. No, you gotta yeah, come just, on. <laughs> if you're gonna ask me to remake, that's fine. Whatever, just fine. For help. Solar Ash. All I was asking is what? What is it? I've never played. What is it? Who makes I don't, it? I don't. When I've is heard it about Solar Ash. I know it's some like sci-fi based game. I don't Whatever. know anything. It's, it's, it's from the people that make Hyperlight Drifter. Right. It's probably there. You well, Tales of Arise. Now I got to look up this Dead Cells thing because I don't remember this game at all. <laughs> In four seconds. Oh, this game. Dead Cells. Fuck is this game? Uh, Story of Seasons: Pioneers of Olive Town is not a remake, is it? I don't think it is. Is that not the game you were just talking about, Tom? Seasons? No, it's a different game. Huh. I mean, All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah. I've never played I've never played this game. <laughs> I have never played this game. So either you guys are fucking with me. No fucking no. with you, man. Or not Alex or Alex just lied about playing the game. Or I never talked about playing this game ever. And you guys, listeners, let us know. Let us know. Tom, maybe we're just maybe maybe this is one of those like uh, alternate reality. Like we just had Alex shift in from another reality. Yeah, we're Mandela affecting right now. Maybe (laughs) because I never played this game. The games I did play. um, uh, Yep. I played Ori. That kind of reminds me of this. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And uh, what was the other game I played? What was the game with the cards? The Will of the Wisps? Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. Uh, Slay the Spire. Did someone pick up Halo? Yeah, Dan. Yeah. Dan picked up. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, man. Gone a long time ago, bud. You got to yeah. come around pretty early if you want to drift Halo before this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Whose turn is it? I think it's Dan's uh, turn. So. Oh, no. It says it's my turn to draft. Yeah, oh, Dan picked turn. something. I took the season of the whatever the hell. Oh, you picked that. Okay, I got you. Uh, I'm going to do Balan Wonderland. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to do well. Why can't I? <sighs> oh, here we go. That's how you do the watch list thing. Cool. 
yeah, I think it's going to do well. We'll see. All right, I'm going to pick. <laughs> Does anyone think that Lord of the Rings Golem game is going to do well? Wait, did you pick your thing? No. Yeah, oh, I okay. picked it. It's your turn. It's your turn. All right, I got to refresh, I think. Yep. Okay. I'm going to pick. Where's my watch list? Uh, I'm going to pick Boyfriend Dungeon. Ooh. Mm. Sexy. And someone took back for Alex took back for blood. Damn it. Um, Dude, we're at the bottom of the barrel in terms of you really think that game would still be around? <laughs> oh. 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 It's magic. You know. Ooh, this TBA? Did it get pushed back again? Oh, shit. Hold on. How many picks do I have left? <laughs> I have two picks left. I think we each have two, yeah. And then we have our counter picks. Do we have to do those tonight or no? Yeah, that's part of the draft. Okay. That shouldn't take that long, though. Probably not. We don't have to search a list. It's just like... Oh, yeah, we only have to pick two more. Fuck. Shit, did I just pick three things? Well, it's not a bad thing, Tom. Someone might take one of the things. Okay, I'm yeah, going to pick uh, Little Devil Inside. If it comes out... I think that'll uh, do you nice. I know. The, the, I wanted to see what the most recent thing is, and they just did it at CES and said it was coming in July. So, uh, I am going to pick Windjammers 2. <laughs> that game! This will be like the fourth season. It's around. Is it? Yeah, dog. Windjammers 2 has been on, has been on multiple draft years. Mm. Has it? Yeah. Which uh, same reason, it's, it's the same reason I've decided not to pick UFO 50 this year after... Windjammers 2 is the new Super Meat Boy Forever of the <laughs> I played it least. last year though Yeah. Wait so Tom did you take it or not? Yeah fuck it Why not? I mean I you, like once we you can drop it, And pick new games No, but I don't, Once he like, said yeah, it you had to pick it, taking it then you gotta, Yeah once you say it out loud you gotta take it okay. huh. I mean I'm just uh, you, you, can't, you, you can't wait for the reaction sure. of the crowd And then go oh you know what Maybe I won't pick that I played it last year, so I feel like it's got to be. Is uh, is Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Quarantine like a a shoot off of the? <laughs> I forgot that game was <laughs> Tom Clancy. Fuck, man, they're gonna need to rename that. I think. <sighs> I'm picking it. I think it's a hilarious coincidence. Well, I don't. I don't know if I would oh, use the term okay. hilarious, but here we go. Um, hmm. Humankind, the Binding of Isaac. Neo, Bayonetta 3, Dead Cells, game I apparently played, but I think you guys are full of shit. You could, uh, whatever, yeah, it's a remake though, either way. Um, Monster Hunter, no, alright. Shovel Knight Dig? Outriders. I'll take Outriders. Eh, do I want to take Outriders? You already said I'll take Outriders. I did, fine, I'll take it. Um, and then my last game will be Sable. Nice. Dan's up. Mm. Oh, I only have one more. Which of these should I pick? Oh, I know what I'm going to pick. Okay. All right, there's no other big games that are coming out that I'm going to miss. I mean, Ooh. Neo, The World Under the is not a remake, right? We don't know this. Uh, I think it is a w- remake. Let me okay. just double check. Avoiding it. Avoiding it. Avoiding it. Don't worry about it. Okay. How about Rune Factory 5? I oh, have no idea. Uh, Neo The World Ends With You is a sequel. Sorry, Dan. So it, it can pick it. It, is, it can be picked. Boom. Last pick. Tom. 
All right, here we go. I'm gonna go for Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide. What the fuck is going on right now? Okay. All right. And I. Oh, that was my weasel. <laughs> I'm gonna pick. I'm just looking at uh, now. Like half my games cheap. are gonna be like indies, but uh, open I roads, am Tom. Weasel. Open roads. Open roads. Oh, that's the one with um. It's uh the. Uh, I can't remember the actress's name, but yes, she's in Booksmart. That yep. isn't Jonah Hill. Oh my god! Okay, when you select the counter pick, it just gives you a list of games. It doesn't tell you who has that one. Well. Right so what down. are we saying? What? what are we saying with respect to? Because it's my turn. So what are we saying with respect to the counter picks? If I pick a game that doesn't come out, what happens? So yeah, no. So if you counter pick a game, and yep. someone drops it, then you get to counter pick a new game from their list that is remaining. That's all. All right. That was the only thing. If it doesn't come out, then that just means you you're either hurt hurt or helped. But okay, you have to counter pick one from each of us. Yeah, that I'm gonna have to ask. One from each team. And it, how about oh, yeah? Yeah, we're gonna each counter pick I'll one, so one another. So take whatever game you want first because it doesn't matter, right? Right, the doesn't matter. And then it's guaranteed from one of us. Asking. And then yeah, after that we'll just ask and make sure we good. Uh, the medium. That's Dan. That's me. We'll do that. No, that doesn't matter yet. <laughs> You're free to All take right. any game. All right, Dan's turn. Okay. I'm gonna go. Uh, Tales of Arise. How do I pick? What I is that, that? I think that's exactly. mine. It's a new Tales game. Like Tales of oh. Symphonia and Tales of... Oh, Toonie, did it. you ever take your thing? What thing? Your counter pick. Did you actually select it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the it's next to draft big fan. You just might need to refresh here. There we go. I just have to refresh my page. Now, so. Draft counter pick. Do, 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 do. Oh, man. Everyone's got strong lineups. Like, I'm really struggling. There we go. That makes it makes the counter pick tough, man. Yeah, it makes it tough. <laughs> That's why I'm I, trying to think like maybe I'm going for games I think won't come out. I don't think that Skatebird is going to fix its issues, so I think that I'm going to pick that. Skatebird, Skatebird. Is that is that a song? I don't think it is a song, no. Damn it. I guess I'm All just right. um, embarrassed to surf. Oh yeah. I'm probably going to do Skatebird also, but for the sake of maybe taking a second look at Dan's, I know I'm going to pick this for Tom. Baron Wonderworld. Baron Wonders. Tom, these Sega guys think they make good games. All those Sega games fucking blow. All those, mo- almost all those. It's not Sega? What yes, I know. About? I know it's Sega. not Sega, but the guys that are doing it did like, it's very like Nights into Dreams. It's like, it looks, it looks like Garbo to me. I know it looks like garbage to you, but I think it's going to do well. I think we'll people that are into that shit are going to fucking eat that it shit. It also just might not come out, is my, is my bigger guess. Ma- it's set for March 26th. Oh. as a date. I don't know. And there's a demo coming out next week. Anyway. Well, I just fucked myself. There you go. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean it's not Sega, people? It's the creator of Sonic. I thought you meant that Sega was putting No, out. no, I'm talking about the creators who did it. Oh my god, counterpick, you guys. Come on. They made did, Sonic Adventure. Oh, I did already. Sorry, I thing. forgot I have to go twice. Alright, so my other one is going to be Skatebird. Oh, I can't counterpick Skatebird. I, I counterpicked it. Because he did it. Yeah, great. So we can't share counterpicks. There was nothing yet that had come up that said that we can't 
both counter well, pick a game. Oh, now uh, we know that. I was totally under the impression that. that I, was yeah, I was. I was too. I was not. Uh, there's no reason that it even should work that way. But um, we should all just pick God of War. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pick Outriders. Damn it. Game I almost drafted. I remember you <laughs> saying that you played that game and you thought it was fun at the time. Oh, maybe not. Maybe you nope. just said you were playing it and it wasn't good. I, I, I might have played it at PAX East and liked it, but okay. the preview I had toward the end of last year, I did not like. Okay. Um, you're up, Tom. Yep. Tom, your counterpick. You... you Already took a game from me, so it can't be any of my games. Yes. I'm going to go. This might seem wild, but let's go with it. I'm going to pick Hello Neighbor 2 from Chris. Because I don't think their recent Hello Neighbor games have done well. Yeah, but remember the shit they showed off for that new one? We all were like, what is this game? This is fucking sick. So oh, I've I already it. chose I've already one from it. Tuna. So I got to choose one from Tom and one from Chris. Okay. I'm going to choose Tunchy from Chris. Yo, yeah, go okay. All right. I'm going to pick Boyfriend Dungeon from Chris. And I'm going to pick uh, Windjammers 2 from Tom. And that's it. Dan's up. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to take sure uh, se- Season. Just Season from Tom. Pretty sure I know what Tom's going to pick of Alex's. Mm. All right, I'm Tom. Alex's is tough. I didn't notice you were Dig Band Productions. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't. It's been said, I thought. Yeah, times. but even, even when saying it, I probably just heard Big Dan... <laughs> Chris, yeah, Chris no. picking outright has really threw me for a loop. Um, I'm between two games on Tuna's list. I'm gonna pick. Fuck, fuck. Um, okay, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Oddworld. Nice. I thought maybe you would pick Kina. No, I think Kina will do fine. I just don't think it'll. Well, we'll see. I don't know. It's very unproven. All right, this is tough. But you have to pick from me. No, oh, no, pick you pick Balan Wonderland. You got to pick Dan. Wonder, Wonder World, which now I regret. Uh, <laughs> uh, I really hadn't kept up with that since the first trailer. When I was like, "That looks really cool," but I bet it's going to be garbage. Uh, it, might be, it might still be. Just pick Breath of the Wild too. That game would come. That's out literally what I was just thinking. Is that that game's not but if it does, but if it does, if it's it gonna does, fuck I'm going to get. Rush, uh, yeah. I'm gonna get yeah. rushed if that comes out. So, so now, really like, game then. No, Dan has a lot of really good games. Like, if if the first six I, games I, on his list come out, all of them are scoring well. So now, I'm I mean, like, okay, I know what game out. Um, I think, yeah, I'm, I know. I'm either what picking Story of Seasons, yeah, or Neo. I'm gonna pick oh. Story of Seasons. That's what I thought you were gonna pick. Did someone else pick? The Rainbow Six quarantine game? I don't think that's going to be good. No one picked it, but no, it's over. I, it, it's over. It is over. It's going to be the best game ever, Tony. Maybe. Draft is Draft complete. Is complete. Wow. All right. All so, right. Well uh, done, guys. 
here we go. Oh, upcoming release dates. Cyber Shadow and The Medium both next week. So we're going to have our first points up on the board next week. Dan's going to have two games released for his team next week. Uh, quite a few coming out in February. Dan's got the next three games. Yeah. Quite a few coming out in February. We've got uh, Little Nightmares 2. We have also Dan, uh, Ghosts and Goblins, which I think breaks our rule of no remakes, whatever. Tuna, uh, for the Default 2. It's a resurrection, not a remake. Uh, for the Default is Tom, Tom, and then my first one will be Returnal, which isn't till. Wait, March. wait. These games here are all of the ones that have release dates. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only other games that have released Ace of Story Seasons, Battle World, and Monster Hunter Rise, which really, that's kind of par for the course for, for yeah, all of these. That's, yeah, it is. It's just, I've never had it put into perspective before. When I would have to make these, these lists before, it was such a pain in the ass. It was so hard. Yeah, they were tough. <laughs> that's Ooh. why I was like, fuck it. We're, I'm mm-hmm. never doing, I'm never trying to manually do that again. Uh, um, but yeah. As usual, this draft has made me mentally exhausted. Oh, I'm uh, fucking wiped. Good list, everyone. Remember, you can log in during the week if you start researching other games and you can now start drafting a game like you can be drafting games picking them during the week you don't have to wait till later you can do it at any time and on sunday evenings i believe it is anyone that silently auctioned for a game with your budget you'll be able to get those games so mm-hmm. it never right. ends uh cue the music and where can we find you all start with alex Tuna Targaryen on Twitter, Tuna Targaryen on PlayStation, and Tuna Space Targaryen on Xbox. Dan. Big Danny15 on Twitch, Big Danny15 on Twitter, Big Danny15 on PlayStation, The Big Danny15 on Xbox. <laughs> Tom. Great Britom on each and every platform, The Great Britom on X. No, I'm just I am the Chooms on everything <laughs> except for uh, Fantasy Critic, which is just Chooms, but on uh, Roblox, also the Chooms. So if you want to get me on Roblox and the Chooms, uh, we are the Unranked Podcast. And until next time, everybody, stay unranked. Fantasy suck it. Fantasy suck, suck it. it. Um, I got to say, we're, we're going to do really quick, quick post-show just because this went very long for the fantasy thing. But actually have to do the post show. There are a lot the of fucking games really. on here that look really good. Like I'm looking at this list this year. It's, it's good. Dude, like so like look at if you just go to mine first, right? Ratchet and Clank, a game I definitely want to play. Deathloop, Pokemon, Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh I mean the Hello Neighbor trailer looked really good. If Tunic comes out, like all those games are awesome. You've the problem got, is is that like every year half of them will come out and then the next year they'll still look really good it's true that's true there's going to be a lot of games that won't come out but that's why we we are going to be it's interesting now we're going to have to all be paying attention because when a new game when a new game or something gets announced you know tom's going to show up on week and be like hey guys so uh i don't know if anyone saw this news came out that this game was announced so i just went and drafted it i didn't tell anybody (laughs) right (laughs) i feel like that's gonna be happening a lot tom who do you think has Let's let's take predictions of uh, who you think is going to get first and who you think is going to get last. If no one changed any games right now, I don't know if we could trust Tom's scoring system. No, I, honestly, honestly, break, yeah. I'm not. I'm not feeling confident about my list of games. Either am uh, I. I'm feeling the most shaky I've ever felt 
I think I have some the big hitters here. Shaky. But I feel like a lot of these games either aren't going to come out or are not going to perform as well as I would hope. I think that pound for pound, I'm with you. I think Dan has think a Dan, really I think solid Dan lineup. Might, this might be Dan's Especially if Zelda comes Wait, out. Especially your weight gets into your score? If, if Zelda yeah. comes out... <laughs> Exactly, Dan. I think it's gonna win. <laughs> yeah, if Zelda comes out, Dan is a show. Unless fire. I mean, that's not necessarily true because I mean, you have God of War also. If that comes out, but he has only like one or two games that might score. Like I think almost the major, the vast majority of his games, I think, are going to be above an eighty. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's a good chance that one, two, three, four. I think Dan has a chance of having four or five games that are in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that you have some stuff. I think Ratchet and Clank is going to do very well. I just think you've got like quite a few that are like looking in the solid eighties range, but yeah. nothing crazy, crazy. Well, I think um, Ratchet and Clank. I think Ratchet and Clank is going to be the your something best like Jet. Game. If it if they do as good of a job with Jet as they did with Sword and Sorcery, that's going to be in the nineties because that was that game. No one would ever shut up about. Critics loved it, but I don't have like a god of war or zelda like you guys have and alex alex is fucking gotham knights which i'm pissed i forgot about because that game could also be in the 90s no prop the the other thing to take into account as well with this is that open critic usually like the average is the lowest of all of the critical like met like it's usually like the open critic average is lower than the metacritic critic average for the average. for the bigger triple a stuff yeah but yes. for indie stuff sometimes it's higher yes because they take, which is part of why I went for more indie games. I think honestly, it, uh, b- between uh, me and T- Tuna, I don't. I just think Tuna's lineup isn't as strong. I think if I had to if, taking predictions right now, if I had Unless to back for Blood is a hundred. If no one could change any games, I would guess Dan will take first place. Yeah, and Alex will take last place. That would be my Ooh. guess. Yep. Currently, I would. I would also <laughs> guess that. I'll tell you right now, I already know one game I'm going to drop. So, <laughs> Danny, you trying to drop something to bring up on the show? Uh, so, this for some reason over the last few days, I can't even remember how it came up. I think someone said that their cat had kittens, right? Mm. And then um, we were talking about, like, they, they said they were just about to get their, uh, the male cat, like, uh, snipped like you know like so it couldn't have kid kittens and then it Fixed, did anyway yeah. for the second time and then Wait, i think i said something like it and then it had kittens no no right before they were about to oh my god okay and <laughs> so like, yeah right before they're about to and so uh i think i said something like you know that dad cat be fucking and then like it's somehow someone was like wait you're fucking a cat i'm like no don't fuck cats mm-hmm. and so now it's like a command i'm using on my twitch that if you type in exclamation point cats it says don't fuck cats uh, and Amazing. so Wolf's Lord just tagged me on something on Twitter. Uh, and he goes, I found your account pers- pursuing Reddit and spreading the good word. And he sent me a thing that's, it's a, it's a picture. It's a meme that says when you're trying to be cute, but you got to make everything sexual. And this guy's petting a cat and the cat put the finger in its mouth. And it's just like, it made me laugh. And that's why I was laughing. That's Perfect. the long story as to why I was giggling. Flanges. Don't fuck cats. I got the, Don't gig. Got the gigs. <laughs> Don't fuck cats, baby. All right. All right. Good evening. All right. Good Good evening.